listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's going on? What's going on? We got another day. Another good accountability Wednesday. What's going on, man? Make sure you can hear me. Big shout out for those that are here on time. One day I'm going to come in and if there's nobody here, I'm going to be like, all right, peace. Got to do what you got to do. Um, So, yeah, yeah. Big shout out to everybody that, that popped up right at right at six. Let's see. I want to actually get right into it. Anybody got any W's they want to jump out with? Let's start with, let's start on a high note. It's been a slow week for me. I'm just, it's been a slow week. I'll say that. Uh, I have one. Go for it. So I had um, a high school graduation this past uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a team of like, it was like seven of us that covered the event. It was pretty cool. First time I've ever gone that big. Um, we shot over 3,000 images. I had everything edited and online for purchase by one o'clock on Saturday morning. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Did you, are you editing everything or are you outsourcing it or? Um, AI, my friend. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm AI in everything. I am AIing everything. It's something I want to talk about a little bit. Um, and it was, it was based off just some conversations I've had with a few different gold members when it comes to marketing. And, and you know, I want to say stage two, stage three is when you start making money uh, from shoots and you want to find, you're interested in marketing. And I said this before and I want to say it again because it's very important. Um, as a business owner, you're going to get so many different people trying to sell you stuff. It's not even funny. Like you're going to just open yourself up for just a, just a ridiculous amount of people trying to sell you solutions, right? As you build your brand, they're going to sell you marketing. They're going to sell you this. They're going to sell you that. It is extremely important that when you make the decision to invest in marketing, and and I said this before, and I want to make sure I triple down on this because I've lost a lot of money not understanding this in the past. It is very important that when you do hire a marketing company, you hire one that is responsible for your conversions, not just your traffic. And and the reason why I got to make sure I triple down on this is after the Ty Lopez movement, if if you're not available, you're not if you're not familiar with the Ty Lopez movement, he was the guy that that had the advertising where he was he was talking about his bookshelf and then he took two more steps in his garage and he had two Lamborghinis. It was all rented, but he was selling a course on marketing and he was teaching people how to go from nothing to a marketing company. So a lot of people bought that course in an effort to start a marketing company. So there's a lot of people calling themselves marketers who wanted to jump on the crazy wild, wild west of online marketing. There is no degree for it. Um, you know, quick, quick, oh, Crichton, the, the, the link is always, the, the link to join the Zoom is always in the community under announcements. It's pinned to the top. There is a post in there that says current, um, current, um, 
when's the accountability meeting? It's always there. It's, it's, it'll always be there. In fact, if you got a notification on your app, it takes you to that post. Um, so I want, like, like I was saying, um, so everybody bought this Ty Lopez course and a lot of guys who wanted to go into marketing took that course and that course taught them how to present themselves as a marketing company. Unfortunately, and I, and I know because I've, I have friends who took the course and they let me view the course and I went through the course just to see what's up because it, it, it you know, it, I figure if I took the course, maybe I can market for my company. Um, and a lot of those, that, those courses and other courses teach you how to send traffic to a client. Real marketing companies, real marketing companies are responsible for the conversion. So be careful when you got all these people who going to market for you, who going to do all this stuff for you. Make sure they are responsible for your conversion. So what do I mean when I say that? I mean, they, they should own multiple parts of the marketing. So it should start with, and people think it start with pay-per-click and all of that. It should start with their ability to evaluate your website, to determine its ability to convert traffic. If they say, yeah, if, if you say, hey, I need somebody to do my marketing and they go straight to pay-per-click, they go straight to SEO, they go straight to ad budget, and they have not talked to you about landing pages or making sure your website is, has the ability to convert specifically the type of client you want, don't do business with them. They... They should be helping you get your website to the point where anybody that land on your website or landing page through their, through their method of bringing people to your page is a potential client. And you should have, you should understand what my conversion rate is. Literally a great marketing company will create a funnel and you'll know if I put in this amount of dollars, I should make nothing less than that amount of dollars. It is, it, it should happen like that. Um, and a lot of companies, a lot of people, you start making a little money, you get an extra five, 10, 20 grand from a sale and you go get marketing. And it's so important that you understand that. Um, because I, I myself, and I want to make sure I share it because I myself spent a lot of money bringing traffic to a website that wasn't ready. And it took me hiring a mentor outside to look at my website and say, man, I'm getting 20,000 people on my site. What am I doing wrong? So it, it took me, I had to pay money to bring in people to help me organize my website in a way to help convert one, the type of client I want to convert because the marketing company I was paying of course, they can get me a thousand hits under the word photographer. It's a million people looking for the word photographer. That don't mean they're in your area. That don't mean they're looking to buy. That don't mean they care about what you offer. That don't mean they, they're pre-qualified, as in ready to spend the amount you're trying to make. It don't mean none of that. However, all of those steps should be fixed with a great, with a great marketing company. A great marketing company should handle all of it. Now. Another side note is sometimes you'll get a marketing company that come in and see what you're doing and say, okay, we need to make this happen. We need to build it on our platform. That's also BS. Don't want to do that. You're going to build it on my platform because I'm going to own it. 
You're not going to rent my site to me. Um, so that's that's super important. And I think that, you know, as we change, as we bend this corner going from B to C to B to B, these are things that we need to be aware of in the industry so that we aren't taken advantage of. So I've had, for some reason, this has been a week of of marketing dollars. I've had just multiple conversations on it. And I'm and, and I want to make sure that uh, you know, we kind of double down on on understanding that. That type of now. Because it's important because a lot of times you may get two marketing companies and you compare in price, and one guy's really cheap and one guy's really expensive, and you're like, well, man, I, well, I'm just gonna go with the cheap guy just because, um, you know, but you don't know that the more expensive guy is charging you for copy. He's charging you to create four landing pages so they can A B C D test them. They're they're charging you, you know. It, if if a guy say, hey, I'm going to take your money and we're going to dump a big budget in it tomorrow, he's not the guy for you. A real company is going to say, okay, we're going to create multiple landing pages. We're going to run tests for a month, two months, sometimes up to three months, maybe up to six months so that they can get a predictable algorithm. And then we're going to spend big bucks in that. If somebody's saying, oh, yeah, bet, pay per click, we're going to spend 2000 a month. They haven't tested nothing. They're just going to send you traffic. And they're going to say, hey, uh, on the paperwork, we sent you 20,000 people a month. What's wrong with your website? What's wrong with you? And you're going to be sitting there like, I don't know. And they're going to they're gonna lock you up in the contract. And they're going to keep charging you. And, and your Google Analytics is going to have some crazy number because they just send in, they can send bots to your website. They're not, they're not owning the conversion. You stuck with it. So, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it's so important that w- we worry about the quality of our website and its ability to convert. Another thing is once you start growing your SEO, this investment you made in your website and its ability to convert will naturally convert clients. My website, I'm not running an ad campaign. I literally turned down three clients today. I'm not, I'm not running an ad campaign right now. I just, I don't have the time. And I still get people land on my page. I still get people call us up, fill out the form, do whatever. Um, but in, in a, it was a great point that um, me and Alex was talking about this week was the purpose of having companies you've worked for. And the reason why I like to have companies I've worked for uh, it's because it sets the bar on pricing. If you see Toyota, Walmart, Eckridge, you know, Samsung, you're not going to approach me about a $200 video. You're not going to do it. If you see some of the companies I've worked for, it, it eliminates the low ballers. Um, and it, and it, what it does is it attracts people who want it done right. If If you were looking to... You know, if you were looking to buy, let's say, uh, a football helmet for your kid and you want maximum protection and a company say, we make helmets for the NFL, for the NCAA, for you're going to be like, I want to go with them instead of the guys down here who make helmets for whoever. I want the I want what the NFL guys is using to protect their million dollar heads. That's what I want my kid in. I don't I'm not trying to cut corners on this. 
and and businesses, real businesses, not people with just LLCs who, you know, one man banning it, paying out their pocket. Real businesses, real companies won't cut corners on content. They need it done right. They understand the value of it. Um, so that's why it's important. And this is something again, I I learned because I hired, you know, someone to look at my page and evaluate its ability to convert. This is things I didn't know. I didn't think of this. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't make this up. I, I spent thousands of dollars to bring in someone to help me increase my conversion rate. And those are things that I pass on to you guys. Um, so you don't have to spend the five or six thousand dollars. Now, you may have to individually if you want to, you know, if you're with a marketing company, because what works for you in your location for your niche is different. However, I want to help you understand when you are when you're moving forward and when you're getting played. And it's important that you understand that there is a lot of people out here who want to sell you something that you don't know anything about. And it, it's, it can be BS. Right. Every now and then there's always fads that jump up and they selling people on and people are buying because they don't understand it. Right. I'll give you an example. Crypto is one of them. A lot of people didn't understand crypto. Everybody wanted to get in on it. Everybody felt like they were beating people to the punch by getting in on crypto. I learned about Bitcoin in 99. Bitcoin was used to to purchase things on the dark web without being without the money being traced back to you. It was never presented as a stock. It was never presented as a stock. It was a way to transfer money without a paper trail. Somebody just got it and said, you don't know what it is. We're going to sell it to you. Just like you starting to see AI on everything. I seen some AI LUTs. How the hell a LUT going to be AI when it's just a file? But they're slapping it on stuff because people don't know about it. And they're thinking they're getting something new. So you got to be careful with the trendy stuff. They're, they're using it to take advantage of people. That sound right. AI is the future. I keep hearing about it. You're right. Let me pay for it. These are some AI LUTs. Let me pay for it. So these are things that you have to be mindful of as you move forward. Because when money come in, you're going to be a little more loose with money. And, and I'm not going to lie to you. Look. You're you going to spend a lot of money to find stuff, to figure things out. I cannot tell you every dollar I spent helped me move forward. It, it's like playing roulette. You're going to put money on a lot of squares, and one of them going to hit. You're going to do it again. You're going to buy stuff that you don't like. It just don't work out. You're going to pay full price for it. It ain't going to work. That's just the, that's just the game. You're going you're gonna to spend a lot of money on things and, and realize it ain't for me. But you have to go through that for success. I've been through that. Simple things. I got a, I got a show car. I'm on, I'm on rims. I'm on my fourth set of rims in two years. Why? I bought them. I didn't like them. I rode them for a minute, seen something better, switched it out. That's, that is how business works. It's going to be stuff that's perfectly fine that you're going to switch out to improve and you're going to pay for it. And you have to be okay with that. You can't hold on to it. So, you know, you just got to be careful. But back to when it, when it comes to marketing, make sure that if you sign a contract with a company, because they're going to want to lock you in the contract, because they're going to say, hey, we bring you 1,000 people every month. Why are you sad? Well, 1,000 people ain't buying nothing. 
them thousand people looking for to get photos developed. They looking to ask questions about cameras. You're not even bringing me a thousand people that want to buy what I'm selling. I got people, when I go look at my analytics, I got people on my homepage from India. Why? They don't, hey, you, you asked for traffic, we brought it to you. You stuck in this contract. So make sure that you get people who are responsible for the conversion. They should spend up to three months learning about your brand, understanding who your target audience is, and then trying to test or create, test, and develop your landing pages to see what works and what don't work. I have a marketing company. I've spent a boatload. I spent a, enough money to buy a car with for Flash Home Academy, and they're running tests to see what free offer works the best, to see what landing page works the best, to see what color background works. They're doing everything. And they should. Once we get the numbers back, now we can go all in on this avenue. And that is what a great marketing company should do for your business. Make sure they own the conversion and you own the website and domains. Even if you're not marketing right now, you're not thinking about it, um, you know, keep that in mind because in the future you're going to run into it. That, you know, you are going to run into a situation where you want to market your brand and you want to spend money, you know, getting out there. So again, I mean, two, two big points, make sure they own the conversion. Make sure you own your website. Period. So I just want to put that out there real quick because this week, it's funny because I've been, it's, it's been the theme of the week and it's cool. I love it. I, you know, multiple people are going through it and I want to make sure everybody understands the importance of that um, because you, you are going to get to the point where you want to, hey man, I made an extra five, six. You're going to get to the point where when you get a big check, right, you're going to get, you're going to get one of the biggest checks you ever got. And you're not, and you're not going to say, I want to spend it. You're going to say, how can I put this back in my company to make more money? Everybody goes through that. Everybody goes through that. I went through it a lot. You gonna, your family going to tell you to save it. They're going to tell you to invest and don't even tell you what to invest in, just some stocks. But you, you are your, your company. My company is my own stock. I, I'm not going to rely on GE to make me 2% off my dollar. I'm not going to rely on Tesla or Amazon or all these other stocks to make me uh, money off my, uh, my own dollar when I have a company that can make me money off my dollar. If I am smart about where I invested. Let me mute you real quick because I hear a little bit of coming in. But so, so, you know, invest in your company. Just understand that you may, you're going to make some investments that don't work. You're going to make some investments that's trash. It's a part of growing. The benefit is you have a community of people where you can say, Who, who've done this? Who worked with them? What, what was your results like? What did you get from it? You got people that you can go to or post or talk to say, right, what are you guys doing? What's working for you? What's not working for you? And you can kind of, you can kind of, you know, talk and share things. Um, you know, Carl said, I, I use Shootproof to sell looking for more information. I love Shootproof. Uh, Shootproof to me is great when I'm doing any photography. Um, and I want people to have the ability to download, buy, do whatever they want to do without me having to interact with them. 
So it takes away me calling saying, oh, you want two five by sevens and an eight by 10? You want it on the steel print? I don't got to do nothing. You can go in there, look at your stuff. You can order what you want to order. You get it shipped to your house. I just got to approve it when I see it. Yep, it lined up. The crop is perfect. Approve. Boom. You pay, you, you know, I get a check. I don't got to worry about returns. I don't got to worry about materials. I ain't got to worry about ink in the printer. I ain't got to do none of that. So that's what I love about Shootproof as a business owner, um, especially if you're a heavy photography. Shootproof is, has been excellent for me. But now that we got people in here, let's talk about, let's talk about who got some W's. Who else got some W's? I know Carl had a good W today. Carl, let me ask you a question real quick before the next person put their hand up. Um, do you get a lot of referrals from those type of shoes? Um, I do. Um, a lot of upcoming juniors. I already, um, for the class of 2024, I already have one kid that I took photos of um, like a day or so ago. So I'm already rolling with that. And then um, lesson real quick mm -hmm. is um, I had a mom that over the years, you know, I've cut her like slacks and like, you know, she, she was like a booster club president. So she always gave me the old, you know, I'm the booster club president. I'll take care of you. And so like this past year, she probably been for someone cheaper. <laughs> and so graduation comes around, you know, and I get an email from her saying, you know, um, your work is great as usual. I don't, you know, I don't need your smallest package, you know, is where you can cut it in half. So I wrote back and actually, I even write, I had my girlfriend write it because I didn't even want to deal with that. I said, hey, can you like, I'm too, you know, I'm still pissed at her. So can you just like just write something for me? And she did. And the gal just like, she just disappeared. So, it was, you know, it was like a lesson learned because like normally I would cave and say, here you go. And I was like, now nah, I'm not playing that game. It's like, if you want it, you know, buy what's there. Hey, you know what? Use chat uh, GPT for that next time. Oh, I have. Oh, I've been using the hell out of it. Yeah. But even with ChatGPT, Ty, I was like, I was still so like so pissed from from like a couple like two months ago. I haven't let it go yet. So I had like my girlfriend's name is Kathy. I had her write it for me. Because I'm gonna tell you, I've I've had a situation where I can go to ChatGPT and say, you know, write a write a a, a reply to a client that want to cancel because my prices are too high. ChatGPT will write that boy out and. And, you know, you could tell it to win over the client and it'll write it in a way to position your brand to, to go back after that client. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is, it's crazy. Like, so I, yeah. I'm telling you, like, you can even copy and paste their email and then write a rebuttal saving this client or write a rebuttal that is, um, you know, that answers this client's question or you can you can tell it whatever, and it'll it'll literally write you out something that is like mind blowing. Yeah, it's made me it's made me a lot of money this year, so I've been pretty happy with it. Me too. ChatGPT has made me a whole lot of money. Marketing has helped a lot. Um, it's if you're not using ChatGPT with your business right now, I don't. What it's an app? It's it's an online AI. ChatGPT is absolutely freaking ridiculous. ChatGPT. Yep. Yep. Get the paid version. It works. Yeah. It is, if you're not using that, you're missing everything. You are, you are, you might as well be on horseback on the freeway. You are, you in the way. Chat GPT is absolutely ridiculous. It can do everything. So if you guys aren't using that, and you're listening to me, it's time. This is your, this is your sign. It's time. It's super, super, super dope. Um, I'm going to actually also give you guys... Let me see if I can find it. I've been using this software lately. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, to edit long form video. It's called Opus. 
And it's pretty dope. Let me see if I can, let me see if I can find it. This is another AI tool you'll like. I'll give I'll give you guys my referral link. There you go. So I, okay. So let me see if I can sign in and show you if it'll let me sign in. I want to give you this. I went. I didn't plan on talking about it, but we 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 talking about. Let me see. So this is company that will take your long form content using AI. It will chop it up and make shorts out of it. And it is pretty decent. I'm not going to, it ain't all the way there yet, but it's damn close. Um, so I want to, let me make sure I got, let me see. I'll give you, I want to, I want to make sure, here we go. Okay. You clips. Oh, that ain't the one we want. Okay. So what you do is you upload a clip and it'll, it'll chop that clip up to make, um, shorts and it makes really good shorts. The the way it does it with, um, it, it makes them, it, it's, it's almost there. Um, so what I'll do, let me share my screen for a second. So here I am, I was testing it out and I gave it a video. Uh, and then this is what it gave me. Just a side note, a tie tale. I used to catch the Greyhound from Detroit to Cleveland because I have family there all the time, every summer. And we used to always stop in a city called Illyria. And I always said, one day, when I have, if I have a daughter, I'm going to name her Illyria. And I remember my, um, my stepmother was pregnant. My, my father's uh, wife was pregnant, and she had a daughter, and she was looking for a name. And I was like, name her Illyria. And she did. And I named my sister Illyria. But she spelled it with an A. Crazy story, but it just popped up. I had to tell it. I had to share it with y'all. Just a side note, a tie tale. I used to catch the Greyhound. So it, you give it a video, a link. And it, so it gave me a bunch of them. And I have been saying yes, no, yes, no. yes. So it can develop the algorithm to what I like. Um, but it creates these videos. And you can download these videos or post these videos or whatever. All you do is give it a YouTube link. And it'll make shorts. It added all of the text. Now, once you go in here, it has all the text and everything. See, I got the note, the pen. I didn't do none of that. It did all of that. Huh. It's super dope. Um, you can change your branding colors and your fonts and, you know what I'm saying, everything you want here. If you want to put your logo on top of it, you can control all of that. But it usually gives you about, so it'll give you about 20 of them and then it'll rank them. You, I, I just, like, it'll rank them on what it think is a good score. You know what I mean? Which really good. If this is your first time on this channel, my name is Ty. I'm a former Army combat photographer and the owner of Flash Film Media. And here at Flash Film I mean, look at that. Academy, I didn't put that. This is where creatives learn business. Today, we're going to talk about some things to help you get more upsells, to help you make sure you uh, have a client for life. Little things that I'm going to explain how they work in other businesses, and then I'm going to help you implement it in your business. 
right? So big shout out to everybody all over. Which really good. So the only reason I didn't like that is at the end, it's just a big shout out to everybody. And you can go in and say, hey, you know, I don't like this. Take this part through here, delete that, and then save and compile, and it'll start redoing it. It'll let you know when it's finished. But it's pretty, pretty, it's, it's dope software. Um, it is, the link I send you, you, get, you can try some for free. I would encourage you, if you like it, send it to people because whenever people sign up with your link, you get more minutes because it's still in beta. So I'll give you guys my link and y'all can give people whoever link and y'all can go from there. But uh, it's pretty dope. It's, it's dope. I would definitely say give it a try. I post it in both the, uh, I post it in both the chat. But if you're looking to make short form content, it's, it's pretty good. Like if, if two people talking, it'll do split screen automatically. It's, it's pretty dope. Try it. I, it's, I think it, it's close. It'll, it'll, cause out of one video, I think I'll post like a 30 minute video. Um, it probably, it probably gave me 30 shorts. So in fact, while we're doing this, um, I will post a video. I will tell it to, Hey, look at this video. And then I will, uh, I'll jump back on. Cause it takes a few minutes. I'll jump back on and see what it, what it got out of that video. So let me find something that's, uh, not too crazy long while we're talking. Let's do this. Okay. Perfect. So I can't hear you. What'd you say? So let, let me do this real, real quick. So I got a link here, right? From one of my lives that was a long time ago. I'm going to tell it to generate a clip. Boom. It's currently doing it, fetching the name of the clip. And it will process and then it'll get back to me. So it's kind of like chat GPT. I don't know if they're going after that look, but that's at 15%. We'll let us do his, let it do its thing, and when it, you know, when it finish, I'll pull you guys back in to kind of give you to show you what it what it does. This, listen, I told y'all the future. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how long we have as content creators to be hands on to. To get this bag, um. So I I would highly suggest that you get on it. I don't know. Um, I know Creighton say Ty with the situation of a 52 minute recording for one year's worth of one minute clips. Yeah, absolutely. I, you can try it. It's not perfect, but it's better than you think it is. I'll say that it's not, it's not because my problem is I don't, when I hire editors to, to edit shorts, I don't have, a, it's not a, your ability to edit. It's your ability to discover a message and say, this should be a good short that I run into with editors that I've hired. Um, I feel like no, I'm going to say nobody I've had, it's been hard for me finding editors that can create a short that punches you the way I can. Maybe because I understand the messaging is just difficult. I've had people give me shorts and it's like, that didn't even end on a good note. Like that, you know, it didn't start off grabbing you and it didn't end on a good note. So that's just me. That's just me. Um, who else got wins and losses today? I'll give y'all a second to pop y'all hand up and jump on in. That's still at, they saying it's going to be 10 minutes before that video is complete. 
No W's, no L's. I'm about to fade to black. We'll give you a second. Go for it. Give me a minute, sir. All right. Anybody do I also need a minute. I also need a minute. I got you, but give me like five. Okay. I'll go after Marcus. Marcus ain't gonna be back to two thirty. We make sure. Uh, let me double check. It ain't really nothing for real though. I'll, I'll talk while they get this stuff done. Go for it, bro. <clears throat> right. Uh, it ain't a real, you know. I've been away for a little while. Got a lot of stuff, a lot of personal stuff going on. Um, but the one thing I did complete was I had a, a personal project that I wanted to complete, do something a little different. I posted it in the group already. I mean, on, on the app already. I did a um, gender reveal, right? Movie trailer. Baby reveal, yeah, some little different than your original traditional backyard family around um, type thing. Took me about two, two and a half months to complete. Um, wrote it, filmed it, lighted, did all that, edited it myself. Had a friend color and shoot, but yeah, it's just it's just starting out the process of understanding the actual film world, <clears throat> getting into that aspect of knowing every aspect of a film from producing to grip to just everything it's just it's, it's a lot especially when you're a one-man band to understand that process and just go through it yourself for the first time so now i know what to expect next i know what what, what i need to hire who, how much time i need uh so yeah it's, it's, it's a lot of l's in there because it didn't come out exactly how i wanted it, um exactly how i planned it but um, you showed it last week at a uh, baby shower. Everybody loved it. People said they watched it four, five, six, seven, eight times because it was like, man, this is this is, this is great. This is different. You you set a new bar for baby reveals around here, you know. And people was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to hire you to uh, do art to have you more kids. So it's a cool experience. There's something a little different, you know. That there's a reason for me not to do it. I own a camera. I own a company. So why not do something with it? You know, uh, to further my skill. I liked it. I thought it was like a movie. It, 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 I mean, you know yeah. what I'm saying. It was, it was shot well. I liked it. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, make sure y'all check it out. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. You know, what I'm saying, and uh, that's my whole thing. I wanted to make it like a little movie trailer. You know, coming soon type thing. So, it was dope. I thought. I don't know why. I thought uh, maybe I was over guessing at the end when they was holding the tubes, the canisters. I yeah. thought I was like, maybe I see a little blue. I see a little blue. And it was like pink. I was like, oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought I was, you know, you try to, you know, you watch a mystery, you try to guess the ending. Like, oh, I think right, they did. Right, right, right. That's exactly what I, what I, uh, but if you haven't had a chance to check it out, make sure y'all check it out. It's dope. It's super dope. What did you, what did you shoot it with? Uh, that's on a um, pocket 4K. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why I look so cinematic. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't go with my Sony's, but since I'm in it, it's hard to yeah, yeah. to use my camera. So I, I use my buddy's camera since he was the one filming. So I'm like, let's just use your camera since you're familiar with it. Yep. Uh, we we'll go with that. Plus, I like the image of the Black Magic, as y'all yeah, know how we was in Vegas. So uh, I wanted to test them out too for myself. So yeah, just went to went to uh, hey, the you, four caves. You near near Tampa, right? Near Tampa or Miami? I'm in Orlando. You're Orlando? Okay. Dang, I'm, I'm going to be in Miami soon. I was going to. But you in, you in Orlando, that's a good little grip. I don't know why. About three thinking, hours. I don't know why I was thinking uh, the other side. 
But I'll chop it up. We'll chop it up. We'll chop it. We'll chop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit me up. <laughs> That's what's up. I like that. You know, I I personally um I've been so business oriented and then I've been, you know, time been split between, you know, Flash from Academy and Flash from Media. I, ha- I haven't had a chance to really shoot like I used to. My car channel was really my fun channel, like just to stay creative and do things. And I just, I've been so busy. Um, really the, just trying to, you know, push things forward with the Academy side, you know, the launch of the app, the, the everything has just been just a lot. But I plan on this summer getting my, my freedom back. Uh, when it comes to uh, you know, having fun and filming fun things. Uh, who else? Who up first? Creighton. Creighton, you got your hand up first, bro. Go for it. All right. All right. Wins and losses, right? Yep. W- wins and lessons. All right. So when, uh, you know, got paid to do the graduation that like how I have been for forever now, uh, and. Wow. Then, uh, if you will, uh, I, I, it, this is a little bit of win, but I think it's more of a lesson. Uh, I quietly raised the price, and then they didn't say anything. So the win is I got more money for doing the same thing. The lesson is how much is really out there. <laughs> um, might be a lot more. Might, might be a lot more than I'm thinking. Um, Excuse me. No, just just take dinner. Uh, Then the other thing. Oh, sorry. I'm getting my AirPods in the way. Okay. Uh, Then, then the other thing that that this this is also it's kind of it's double uh, double edged sword is I finally got the yellow box working the right way, and so like I'm really excited about that, but it was just too late for me to uh feel safe enough with all of the uh the, the other uh known environmental factors to uh, go up there and charge for it so that's kind of the that, that's where the learning was but you know i'm I'm sitting there uh you know it uh doing a graduation with a stadium filled up on both sides four or five thousand people and everyone's gonna have their cell phone and we were getting all the frames per second that we wanted. We, we, we had the connection speeds that we needed. Uh, you know, so just, uh, you know, it, that worked out. But there is no way that, 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 that I could have known beforehand. And so I'm, I'm using it as a, as a case study to then come back and say, hey, we can do this. We've proven that we can do it. We, we have the data. You know, uh, it, but the, 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 if you will, the, the, I also had to do it out of my own pocket. So it's research and development, but it could have been more money. So, you know, it's, but it's, it's money in the future though. So I, 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 that's, that's where I look at it, where it's learning. I always tell people to, to test the, uh, to play with, when you get new equipment like that, you got to play with it beforehand. Go shoot some. I've shot, in fact, I still got footage. When I first got the Sling Studio, especially by connecting the phones, I literally went and shot a family gathering with it. I just set up multiple cameras and just ran through while family was getting together barbecuing just to use them as help. And I, and I, just to get used to it, I actually just got a cage in for my Sling Studio. Not Sling Studio, I'm sorry, my, um, 
yellow box. I got a cage in for it uh, recently. I posted a video also in the community about, and you've probably seen it, about the two guys that was talking about the Sling Studio and the yellow box. It was a pretty dope video. Todd's having an internet connection tonight. That's weird. On my end, I see everything perfect and clear. Can you guys see me? Uh, like you, you were talking about how you got a new cage, and then you, your your uh, then your video just froze, and your audio went mute. I thought it was just me. Y'all saw that too. Yeah, been been seeing it the whole time. That's weird. It's super clear on my end and everything. Even y'all video hasn't skipped a beat. All right. Well, uh, yeah, like, I'm sitting here yeah, seeing Marcus move. You're definitely choppy. And everybody you're else. Choppy. Like, I was going to say, am I bad? Like, no, nah, not on my side. You're perfect. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but on the bright side of the Utah, at, at, at least when you go to cut up, uh, cut up, do this stuff, I, 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 I know you record locally, so yeah. you'll be good on that end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's weird. But yeah. You know, um, so, so, <laughs> but you're saying something about, about getting a cage, though. No, I say I just received a cage for the uh, yellow box. I will probably review it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, you know, I, I ended up. I got the uh, the red. I think you can get it some different colors, but but there's the there's the onion, and and that one I think is more metal, and then the one that I got is more like a three D printer style. Um, no, this was and, the one I got. It's like it's steel. It's metal. It's, okay, yeah. And it got I the clamps. The it got the clamps to hold your HDMI port in. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the, you have the onion. I, 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 I have like the other one. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, I was really happy that it worked. Um, I think the issue, you know, like, I, this is the first time that, that I've been, that I was using it with multiple cameras where it actually worked the whole time. Uh, without having any issues and i think what it was was i was using a canon r6 and that has that 30 minute record limit mm. and i think because i was running longer than that that it was when it, when it stopped I, I have a feeling that it was just causing something to get stupid with the with, with the software and i finally just didn't use that camera and i used other cameras uh in this place and we were live the whole time. Uh, you know, it kind of like what Luke learned with his. Um, you know, it really does come down to HDMI cables. Uh, Usually, out of the three that when I had ahead. a camera that had a, a time limit on it, I run an Atomos recorder on it, and I wouldn't record mm -hmm. on the camera. I just leave the camera on. I go in the camera and remove the the sleep settings or the low power settings or the settings where it cut off automatically after a certain period of time. And I would just run it to the Atomos recorder. And that's what I did for a lot of cameras that would run hot. Um, mm -hmm. But again, if you, I can't remember if the Yolo box record from separate channels at the same time and save them natively. I know the Sling Studio does. I can't remember if the Yolo box does. Um, yeah, the, the, the Yolo box is only what you have live. Okay. Yeah. And that, and yeah, you still need to record uh, to kind of save your butt. Mm -hmm. um, real quick, but, but I mean, if the Atomos is recording, I mean, then, then there you have yeah. it. See, because yeah. here, here's the thing with that, with that solution you have there, Ty, mm -hmm. is that could save me from having to buy another camera. I can just get an Atomos for four hundred, seven hundred bucks, you yeah. know, and I mean, then you, all of a sudden, even if you got an older one, just to sit it on top of the camera to run. I'm talking about from the camera. For, so I use it as a mm -hmm. monitor on the camera, and I run yeah. from the Atomos to the recording device. So even if the camera's on and it's not recording, that Atomus is still recording. 
It's recording the signal that's coming out. So the camera don't have to be in record mode. The Atomist is recording, and then we're running it from the Atomist to the to the Yolo box. But real quick, yeah. I want to show you guys something because that the clip, the op, op what is it? Uh, <coughs> Opus clip, it just came back just that quick, and we, and I gave it an hour and a half video, and I want to just show you guys this real quick. Hopefully it don't, hopefully it don't uh freeze up on me. But uh, so this is what it what it looks like, and it gives you a score. And it tells you what you should be naming it, right? The surprising truth about uh, value. Let's just see. I just I'm I'm gonna watch it with y'all for the first time. Let's just see. Don't settle for a definition of value until you know who it's for. A vegetarian don't care about how cheap you make meat. They're not, it's not for them. They don't care. You can make it free. They'll still step over it. Like, I'm straight. You Right now, you're, you're, you know, you're selling meat to vegetarians and mad at them. I ain't trying to spend no money. I don't, it's just not what they like. Do you, did you take the time to ask them what they like? Did you take the time to understand who, who they are? Did you take the time to really figure it out? Or are you just going to, Push your skill set down everybody's throat. Don't settle for I mean, that's so that's pretty decent. Can't be mad at that. It ain't super, super perfect, but it's usable. It's postable. So that one got a score of 99. And th and that one is Man, I, I totally froze out on that. I mean, is it just me or does it really feel like AI is taking a lot of these jobs that we would outsource and just killing them yeah. because you don't have my internet is acting weird i just did a speed test and we're pulling a gig it's done it's done out? while you're chit-chatting with us yeah that's weird you know? I, I didn't even hear victor i didn't even hear uh your your question because i'm not that's funny because i'm running a speed test while i'm doing this speed test say i'm getting a gig but I don't know if it's a Zoom issue, but what was your question, Victor? I know you said something about it. Oh, no, no. I, I was just saying, you know, it gave it a 99 score. And the main thing is it's done. Yeah. You know, it's done. You might tweak it a little bit, but it's done. You don't even have to do anything else. Like, great. Good post. <laughs> Schedule the post. Let's get it done. Yeah. I mean, and look how many you gave me from that. Like, I can go down here and that's how many you gave me. Look at all of these. That's more than a week worth of content. So let's just see what the second one is real quick. 32 seconds. Let's just see. Also, you all, what you need to do also, and a lot of people ain't doing this. I don't know why not. You sending out these forever proposals. Your proposal needs to have an expiration date. Yeah. This price won't be this price forever. This price is good for the next 30 days. You want to add some incentives? Give a discount. Hey, if you book within the next 30 days, we're doing a special with teleprompters are free. Give them a sense of urgency within the form of value. Also, you all. That's another good one. <laughs> okay. So, that, that you know, that's another good one. They're, they're on to something. You're, you're good with these things, too. You know, you, 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 you take things and, you, and, and, and you're able to make these analogies really really well and very vividly and so 
you know, look at this. That makes it easier. <laughs> but no, a- absolutely. I mean, that that's the kind of stuff that wow, that's really best. Um, <laughs> that's, that, and I, I'm like, why am I freezing? Not a flex. This is this is upload speeds. This is this, this is that's download. This is upload. It's maxed out. All right. I don't know why we're uh, we're having a, a glitch here. Maybe a Zoom issue. I don't know. Yeah. And this is while I'm using. Like this is why I'm streaming to both Zoom and I'm also streaming to the website as well. So I don't know, but we'll just push through it. Dear God, that's fast. But that app that that uh that app is. I mean, that that uh, AI is pretty dope. You guys should definitely check it out. And you can just, you know, just give it a link, let it do its thing, and you can tweak and push, and it'll it'll work to be more of what you want over time. Kind of like, you know, chat GPT. But, you know. Anti, uh, yeah. let, let, let me read Mino's question, because I, I think this is hyper-relevant. When is the new subscription going live? Tomorrow. All right. So So, so that means he has about five six hours but but, but but before it all changes over right your subscription whatever you have won't change you have to opt into it so you, okay. you keep what you got yeah all right so so Mino, uh i i i i hope that answers it if not you'll you, uh, you'll have to get ty's attention <laughs> um, so right. i see that yeah like mid- midnight actually i'm a, if you if you send me an email um, support at flashfilmacademy.com I'll switch you over to it but it'll start as of June 1st by the way the last two months I've had some issues with payment like when I try to come on board mm-hmm. uh, it tells me that um, uh, that there was a problem with payment and doesn't let me in and I think I've tried like three different uh, credit cards but what I wound up doing this time that let me in, I just went with PayPal. Okay. So I guess from with PayPal, I can assign it to whatever I want going forward. But just a heads up. Um, well, yeah. When I come on board the last last two months, I've come on board, and um, when I come on board, I always get like a problem with payment or something like that. Yeah, bro. We we flagged you, man. We we seen you down at the mall with a bunch of credit cards. So we was like, uh, I got you. We was like, I don't know about him. Uh, he got too many credit cards and too many people. No, I'm joking. I'll definitely look into that. <laughs> I got that Tuesday card, man. Yeah. <laughs> we, they, See they, on Tuesday. It was the rush card. We was like, man, we don't know about the rush card. Y'all remember those? Remember the commercial for the rush cards? I don't know if y'all remember them. It was the uh, Russell Simmons card. I don't know if y'all remember them. Marcus, you up, bro? What up, everybody? What up? Sorry, I was gone last week. I had some uh, some, some business, wins. business to happen. Some, um, some W's. However, in the last two weeks, we have projected $30,000. Projected or close? All three verbal yeses, no contract yet. Okay, we got to get that. So we they're get, extremely hot. We got to get that contract. So I need the contract. Get but. The contract. It's a win for me because I wouldn't have normally. <laughs> well, all right then. Um, was that? All right. I would have normal. I had to get comfortable, like saying fifteen thousand dollars. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It took me so long to be able to do that. Um, but within three clients, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I've gotten two verbal yeses that they want to do stuff, but here in Arizona, 
if you verbally agree, that's technically a contract. So I could get something out of it, but um, we have that. But the biggest part of that is I'm now more comfortable asking clients for this type of money and the value along with the content that I have with the power of the website so they can go see some stuff. Uh, it's not like there's a guy who used to rock a, a mohawk and was a little bit skinnier, uh, muscle bound, balling on people on basketball courts, uh, you know, named Ty Turner. Oh, like, I mean, I was, it's not like he, he, he's an expert at this, but it, it's just like, more of a confirmation of what you say actually works. If you put it into practice, show of force will work. You get past the gatekeepers. They see who you are. They see the shirts. They see the hats. They see the stickers. They see all of that. And I realized that the other day when I was talking with this other client, I'm like, yeah, it's going to be this. And I was like, hey, hold on. Before you commit to something, before you commit of just spending 10 grand, let's make sure we do the correct value of what you really need. Let's get the gears going. So he's already verbally said yes to 10 grand, but he may want to do more. And I'm like, that's dope. But you got to understand what you're, you're about to, that ticket you're about to push. Um, and he's like, I really appreciate you looking out for me instead of just looking out for the money. And he's like, that's how I know that I'm talking with the right person. Cause I, you came to me, you're willing to come to me, you shake my hand, say hi, be personable. I didn't have any of that prior to doing flash film Academy. So yesterday I had one of those aha moments of, okay, what I've been studying over the last year is now I understand fully what Ty has been saying, but I do have, like always, I have more wins. So I got two real estate photo shoots um, done, uh, had a wedding done, um, excess of $3,500, simple, easy money. And what's crazy is that's where the aha moment comes in. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's $3,500, whatever. I'm I'm feeling like Luke right here. Like, oh, yeah, it's just 50 grand, whatever. (laughs) Um, but, uh, also, uh, I acquired another business yesterday. Oh, you're buying businesses. Yeah, bro. Uh, buying businesses, uh, finally was able to purchase a a business, um, another business, uh, so I can help out, uh, here locally, um, with what you're doing. So I I got, what's one of the main things I've been saying is the teachings here, I can apply into other businesses and other aspects. And now I don't have to work on that said business. Um, I got a win for that business already today, and I bought it yesterday. So I already have clients calling me for that business. Um, But I'm using what I have now to move it forward. And the, the whole thing is to be able to give high school students and college kids something easy to do, something that's simple, easy, fun. Um, But yeah. Got that. And then um, I pick up my company vehicle for that tomorrow uh, for that business. I finally got my truck uh, engines rebuilt. Uh, so I picked that up tomorrow. So it's going to be a brand new truck um, for that business to be able to 
Um, and uh, my house is an escrow. Well, that's dope. I, I was going to tell you one thing earlier. I didn't want to cut you off and let you go on to the next one. Good. But usually when I, whenever you, I never discuss price with a client until they receive the proposal in the contract. So right. that so that way, when they know the price, they agree to the price, they sign. There's no time in between you knowing the price and rethinking it or sleeping on it or you know what I'm saying. So what I would use, what I would do in that situation is, hey, let me. I like to listen to a client's problems. Just let me put it in the form of your doctor, right? I want to come evaluate your situation. I want to listen to your problems. I want to present my findings while I write you a prescription. Right. A good doctor will say, hey, this is what the problem is. This is how we solve it. Do you want to do the name brand prescription or do you want to do generic? They're the only choices I give you. I'm giving you. And, and we do that in the form of a proposal that has upsells, sometimes downsells. Um, and, and once we get the confirmation, I'm submitting your, your prescription at Walgreens. Good luck. Have a nice right. day. Call me. So just be careful with saying a price to a person that don't have something tangible to look at that represents your brand. So I did give the proposal. I showed them the proposals through the meeting, but it was our first time meeting and I was trying to build relationship because I've built the relationship to a degree. It's just timing wasn't good. Well, and I can tell that. He, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I'm not leaving you with a proposal, I'm not, you're not going to see it. I need time to go back and put it together. That way, when you submit it, they see it. Yes. Sign. And then we go to the next step. And you got to be careful because doing it, doing it the previous way, you're kind of, you're revealing your hand and a person has the ability to back out. You froze, Ty. I was going to say, if you, if you present it too early, you're, you are presenting your hand and the person has the ability to back out or shop your quote. Let me do this. Either that or he's looking at me like I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker. It's like it's stuck. Okay, I'm gonna switch hosts. Let me switch. I'm gonna switch hosts, and I'm gonna run a reset. But what I was saying, let me say this before I before I do the reset. Um, by doing it too early, you're revealing your hand, and you give the person an opportunity to shop you, to without having a tangible breakdown of what's for them. Right. So you want to be careful, and I and I understand how you feel about the relationship. But I'm going to be honest. I don't give a shit about a relationship if you're not buying from me. That's just me. So, so, so let me explain a little bit. I'm just bit. being real with you. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't let, care. Let me, let me explain. I don't care if your mama's sick, your little girl missing an eyeball. I don't care. Unless you sign this contract. So here, here's, the, here's the reason. He just right. got done after 12 hours of doing whatever he was doing, right? Okay, That's pause. No pause. I don't give a shit. Right. The next one. right right so i'm giving i'm giving context of why i made the decision why i made the decision because during the whole meeting he was kind of in and out of the meeting um he was focused on what he's doing and i like i sat him down and it was very weird for him to sit down but he are, he got to see the proposal he got to see this and he wanted to move forward i'm like but let's make sure we do specifics because you're talking about x y and z you want to do you don't know what that looks like. And my proposal that I had of what he, hang on, what he wanted was not in my current proposal of what he wanted to do. Yep, go ahead. Bring it on. Um, 
so I, I, I told him to pause because what the, during the meeting, I got him to open up about his more problems that he needed. Okay. That wasn't on my current proposal. So I redid the proposal with those current problems in there. So then we can move forward. Does that make sense? I don't give a shit. <laughs> so look, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be real with you, because because I've been there before. You, 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 I've been there before. You have to. If he's in and out of the meeting, cool. Let me leave this. Let me let me compile the inf- you your 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 sales gonna be in three stages, right? I meet you. Hey, how you doing? Let's set this up. Let me learn about your company so I can diagnose your problem. Let me present my solution. Don't mix them together. Right. Because when you mix them together, you have problems. One, you can't look at how to fix it if it go wrong. Two, clients get funny when you talk about dollars. And if you talk about dollars before or the wrong time, they just back up because all they're looking at is price. You'll scare them away. Just like I said, if I could, can we do video? Yeah, 10,000. Oh, that's a lot. How's it a lot? You don't even know what I'm doing yet. I could be flying you to Paris, letting you swing off the Eiffel Tower. Like, you don't even know what I'm doing. How was it a lot? Oh, it's more than you want to spend. That's what it is. It's more than you want to spend. But, but that's why you got to pre-qualify them to know not to move forward. But whenever I'm in that situation, let me, let me take this. I'm, thank you for taking the time to speak to me. Let me take this back to my team so that we can provide the right solution for you. When is a good time to meet so we can present the proposal for you? Then I'm presenting the proposal. I'm, I'm giving you all this value. We're touching on price. If you like it, you're going to sign here. If you don't, peace. We ain't got to be friends. I'm I'm not networking is cool, but I don't want to network with a bunch of people who. How can I? I don't want to network with a bunch of broke people, broke minded mentality people. I don't want to network with you. You don't understand the value of content. It is no benefit for me to keep you in my back pocket, because even the people you refer to me will be trash. So I'm just like, all right, have a good Everything one. Everything they have for me going to be trash. Right. Think about it like dating. Right. You, you know when a girl like you and when she just want to eat. If I learn that you just here to eat, I'm canceling it. Don't even, hey, hey, chief, don't even bring out the entrees. All she getting is this appetizer. We out. How much is this? You have a nice day, ma'am. Check, please. Check, please. So, so just be careful with, with offering right. it like that because you will set yourself up to get strung along. If they don't like it, like there is no, you, you, with, people need that. Businesses don't. People need that emotional tie, the networking, the friendship, the hey, he's nice, he treat. We got this great rapport. Businesses don't. Do it make sense? We moving forward. So just be careful because you'll be in a situation where you're chasing people that promise stuff. And and sometimes people don't have the balls to straight up say no. They just like, well, maybe let me think. That sounds good. Okay. I need a yes or no. You, you knew you wanted to have this meeting with me. You obviously got a problem. We presented our solution. Either we moving forward with it or we not. But I don't want to waste time playing this friendship game with you. So, so that's what I'm saying. Just be careful with that. And when you break it up in them three stages, remember, time is money. It eliminates that. 
It eliminates that. Dream, dude. The only time I, I give you, I, when I give you the proposal and you see the price, you're going to be signing. We missed half of that, just okay, so you know. That's cool. I'll say it again. I, I say it again. I'll say it again. No problem. Um, when I, when, you, you don't want to be in a situation. Sometimes people can't say no. They don't know how to say no because they're your friend. They're nice. They, they want to let you down easy. And when you spit the price out early without the value, without, without directly speaking to their problem, it's just a price. And they want to let you down easy because y'all cool. Businesses don't do that. Real businesses, if it makes sense, we're going to move forward. When I present the solution to a problem you came to me for, if you came to me for this problem and I present the solution, you're either going to do it or you're not. So just be careful with, with, with pitching it like that because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to be buddy-buddy with a, with, with a person because sometimes it clouds their ability to just say no. And I need that no so I can go on with my life. You know what I'm saying? So, so don't, I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to network with you that much. If you are like, I got clients that have hired us 10 times. I'm buddies with them. Everybody they send me understands they're going to spend 10,000. Everybody they send me is ready to pull the trigger. The people who just wanted to keep my card, they have sent me nothing but trash. People who never worked with me sent me nothing but trash. Family members refer nothing but trash. I don't want that. I don't want to waste my time with it. I don't want to talk to you. Time is money. And I got to go over here where the bag is at. So just be careful because you'll get a lot of people that like you. You're a likable guy, Marcus. Everybody likes you and they'll be afraid to tell you no. And now you're chasing them. You're like, I called them three times. We did this. And they just scared to tell you no. They don't want to hurt your feelings. You're, I like you, but I don't want. So that's why the only time I present price is on the last page of a proposal that we've went through. I've slapped you in the face with, with value. I uppercutted you with value. And then you've had the chance to see the price. And, and, and no other way, because other ways you're going, you're going to come up with problems that's going to cause you to lose that client. And you don't want to, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to do that. So just, right. just be careful with, because I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be 100% with you. I don't do verbal yeses. I don't do, yeah, we want to work with you. I do contract signed or not. Retainer paid or not. It ain't no, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's no, like, it don't, we got nothing to talk about. It's, 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 it's black or white. So, and you'll get clients who like you, who will say yes, and then duck you forever. Because all they know is you a phone call away. They'll put you, they'll, they'll see your number on the caller ID or have a secretary be like, he's not available. He's not a, he's not a, he's not a, he's not a, if it's ass signed the contract, I guarantee you he'll be available. So just be careful with, you know what I'm saying? Be careful with those type of situations. That work personally, it don't work business-wise. You know what I'm saying? Like it works as a favor. It ain't going to work as a business. You got to tell people, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Are we moving forward? Does this work for you? You've seen everything. You've looked through the proposal. Is this a yes or a no? Uh, I, uh, uh, all right. You listen, you either going to give me an objection to overcome 
And and, it, and a lot of times it's legitimate. They have legitimate problems. Hey, I don't I don't understand how TikTok videos will help us. So that's what scares me about moving. Like learn what those objections are, so you can overcome it. It could be the price, but if the website is right, they knew you wasn't cheap. If they have a true problem, and I'm here to solve that problem, and and I've provided provided a legitimate solution to solve that problem. What's the problem? Do they not have the money? Do they not have the budget? Do they not like you? Do they not believe in you? Do they not think this will work? It could be all of those. But but I need to know that objection because I don't want to waste time with somebody who's afraid to tell me no because they think we're friends. I, I my friends are paying clients. They, we have completed projects. They, you're not my friend until I get that non-refundable retainer. Then you go from sir to bro. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? So you, I, I just want you to be careful of that because, and, and not just you, just anybody listening, because I was there. I was the nice guy. Hey, let's be, we working on something. All right, give me a call on the 18th and we going, hey, okay. I'm, here I am on the 18th. Give me a call on the 22nd. All right, buddy. Hey. Give me a call on the 28th. You know, they just, you know, they didn't, they didn't drop my garbage can up against the side of the curb on that. And they, and that's because we got to, you know, so next week we're going to have to, so give me a call on the first. And you'd be like, man, I called the dude 12 times. I thought he was bleeding out. He not bleeding out. He's just too nice to tell you no, because they like you. And, and when you add up the time you spent chasing this client and you put a dollar amount per hour on it, you're in the red before you even get paid. Thanks. So, so that's what I'm just, you know, I, I, my challenge to you is to be more aggressive, to be more of an asshole, to be more of an asshole with people. Are we moving forward? Or are we not? Thanks for your time. You have a great day. I'm off to the next person because you, you gonna, you gonna waste a lot because you gonna waste a lot of time with people. In the back of your mind, it's going to feel good because it feel like you're moving forward, but you don't have a check to cash. And it feels decent. It feels like I'm doing something. But the truth is, I don't got a check to cash. The number one purpose of business is profit, profitability, nothing else. When we wipe it all away, and, we, and we're 1,000% honest with why we spend money in this company is to be profitable. It's to turn $1 into two. Anything other than that is a waste of time in business. So you have to be a little bit of an asshole with it. And that's okay. We lost that after $1 into two. Oh, anytime you, the goal of business is putting $1 into two. Anything other than that is wasting my time. And I, and, and I don't, I have to be that honest with everybody and blunt and business is not a place for they're just too powerful that it gems are overloading it. But yeah. like to add on to that a little bit while Ty I'm still glitched out. Yeah, let, you're let, me, let me wrap this up. I'm gonna reset and come back, but just be mindful of 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 the idea that profit is it's all about profit. Anything other than that is wasting my time. And don't be afraid to be about your profit. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Yeah. I'm not at McDonald's to get no damn salad. I'm here to get a double cheeseburger, supersized with two apple pies. I'm not going to be shamed when I order it. 
I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Astros. You didn't go to Mastro's to order the side of bread. You went to the ma- you went to Mastro's to get the fucking fillet, dude. Right. Get the fucking fillet. I'm here to eat. So to Mastro's and then be like, shit, I'll have a water. No, don't so, do it. And I and I want you to I want you all to. I listen. I I can't sugarcoat this. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. I can't sugarcoat it. And this is why, you know, the reason why I wanted to pull away from YouTube, because to be great at business, you have to be a little bit of an asshole. You're, You're working with other alpha males. It takes alphas to run businesses. You can't have a beta mentality. Even, Even alpha women, I've had women that come at me and they'll crush, they crushed me in my first couple of years of business. Yeah. I was like, oh God, I just got out negotiated by this old lady. What just happened? Ladies too, like, you got to stand, you got to stand your ground. You have to be an alpha to, you know what I'm saying? Alphas respect alphas. No, we're not doing that. Let me tell you what we are going to do. We have this, this, and okay, you're right. You have, like, I, it, it ain't no buddies in, in business. It's just killers. So. I don't, I, I don't want you to go in there. That's a, that's a good, that's a, you know, it's funny that you say that because um, I had a company we, I did a job with last year. There, um, there was a conference. It was a safety conference, eight hours of, of, of basically pilots talking about airline fuel and the most, the stuff make you fall over in your chair. Like you literally wake up in like a, in a life support machine. And I had to go get back and not only have somebody edit this, but then watch it to make sure it's good before I released it to them. So I sat through basically 16 hours of this nonsense. And, but they were all over me before this, because the first time doing it, they want to make sure it goes well. It's a live event once. And he was all up me calling me right before the event and everything. Once it's over, I released the stuff to him and they, they were, they were okay with it. They were good with it. I call him up. He's like, all of a sudden, the whole attitude changes. What do you want, Alex? I'm busy right now. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. I see what the deal is now. All right, cool. I was like, yeah, man, I want my money, number one. <laughs> and, and number two, I'd like a review from Google because I came through for you in the last minute. And ne- I got the money, never got the review, whatever the deal is. So this year, they called me back. I was waiting for them. And I was like, yeah, the price went up, number one. Number two, I want my review. And then we can talk about doing your job. <laughs> I mean, I, I, businesses understand the price go up. A personal complaint, a business won't. Yeah. And let, let me say this before, I, and I'm going to restart for real. I don't want to send you into war with your gun in the holster, waving at the enemy. I don't want to send you into war thinking that I want to send you into war shooting first and asking questions last. And, and, this transition from B to C to B to B requires that. I'm, I, I don't want to, for the people that have been here, the new people, I, I don't want to lie to you and have you thinking that, you know, it's a soft place. It's not. It's a room full of alphas. And you got to go in there with your sword. And you got to say, I'm the baddest alpha of them all. Ladies, too. Because just like your doctor do, your doctor don't don't talk to you about your illness like you know what you're talking about. Your doctor talk to you about your body like you don't know what you're talking about. And you and you sit there and say, okay, and I'm going to give you a pill and you're going to swallow it twice a day. Okay. And you're going to pay for it. 
Okay. And you're going to draw. I, I'm, in fact, I'm not even going to give it to you here. I'm going to make you draw to Walgreens and get it. And you're going to pay for it. And you're going to do this twice a day for the next three months. And I'm going to make you come back to see me before I decide to give you more. Because I want to charge your doggone insurance company. Okay. Because I know your body better than you know your body. Okay. So, I mean, the, the, you got to have that same mentality with your client. Because this is the type of business I work with, I know what makes them run. That's why you call me. Because your leg falling off. I know how to stop the bleeding. I know what it's going to take. So, and, and I need you all to embrace that mentality because you're going to need it. And either you're going to walk in understanding it or you're going to get beat to the point where you realize you have to make that change. And I'm trying to save y'all some beatings, some bullets. You know what I'm saying? If you go to the war with your gun out, you ain't going to be, you know, you shoot first. Don't, have, don't get shot first and then shoot back. It's just, it's, you know, you, you got to be careful. So give me a minute. Let me switch out. Business. Relativism. But they don't care because those pennies are how they get their bonuses. And they'll come at me for every one of those fucking $100 pennies. So, yeah, man, like you got to be an asshole just because they will be an asshole to you. Just because, just because, like Ty said, you're in the shark tank with these people. You've got to, you can't be like, oh, let me just pet your nose. Like, no, dude, that thing's going to bite these people, these people, they're not going to come at you for how they made you feel or, or how you made them feel. Because remember, it's B2B now. And if you come with enough clout, and Marcus, you've come so far, dude. Your website is popping now. And and so the thing is, is that you, you ever heard that term speak softly, but carry a big stick? Well, your stick, boy, I better watch my language. Pause. Yeah. But your stick has gotten larger Where's your and cross, larger Marcus? over the last year, dude. It really has. So so now you can speak the same way that you speak. Where's your cross, you Speak Marcus? it just normal, be business, things of that nature. But now that you have the things behind you, dude, it's it's on point. Just saying, hey, I got a big stick. So game recognized game. I, I just want to apologize to my new viewers this week. Uh, we do have a new viewer, just so you know, uh, Ty. I yeah. want to make sure he, he gets recognized. I, I, I want to apologize to him first before I even recognize him. because he, uh, he's, 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 I just want to apologize before I recognize. Right, Luke? I just want to say that just because he walked in on a crazy week of conversation. Uh, but it's all love. Of course. So I believe, Tim, correct us if we're, if we're wrong. This is your first live. It is. He came in to see his brother get jumped on. Yep, pretty much. He like, fight back, fight back. No. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Bro that's punches. One of, that's one of my fight favorite back. memes ever. Fight, fight back. back. So, so this is something that there's no, they don't really, I'm going to say they don't teach it. They teach it when you go get an MBA, but it's just, Business is cut though. We know like I, what what works in B two C won't work in B two B, right? That you know they they coin your niceness as customer service, and that's cool. Have a little customer service, but when it comes to sales, you'll notice that the top they call them sharks for a reason. Like the top sales guys are called sharks for a reason. Sharks don't they don't do nothing cute. They just bite. They don't play at all. There's no footage of sharks on the Animal Planet. Back up or stop either. Right. Like they never, 
stop. They never back up. All they do is go forward and bite. Like forward, bite, kill, turn. Ain't, That's all they could do. Ain't no sharks like, in Sea World. Even killer whales ain't that killer compared to sharks. Sharks don't do no tricks. They bite. That's why they call sharks. So I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say your survival rate is much greater as a shark in this industry. Like if you if you have if you're very intentional, I'm here to make a sale. But let me put something in front of that, right? Because your doctor is there to make a sale too. I am here to prescribe you what you need to be successful. That's what I'm here to do. Now, it's going it's to be in the form of a sale because it's going to be in the form of content. But, but let me not beat around the bush. I'm, you know, I, I am a, you want me to be a good friend to you? Let me help your business grow. You'll love me like I, like I was one of your brothers. Let me help you achieve what you're trying to achieve. The love will be there. Some of my best friends to this day are clients. They are the, they are the realest people ever. Even, and flip, not even people who bought from me, but I, I got a guy that, I, that um, does all my body work on my car, all my custom body work. I probably spent $25,000 with him this year. This year. Cool dude. I don't ask for a discount. He don't half-ass my work. When he give it to me, it is everything I want it to be and some. I don't trip on paying him. Here go the bread. I'm not sure I understand. See, even, even, even Alexa, not Alexa, but uh, Siri don't understand. So I'm just saying that as you, as you approach these clients and you're having these conversations, just keep that in mind because you will waste a lot of time having 20 meetings with people who are thinking about it. If everybody knew what it costs to get good body work and good paint, we would all pay nice prices for things we buy, but people don't get it. Yep, I agree. What it takes. I agree. And once you get it done right, when you get that, when you get it done right, right, you ain't going nowhere else. If he say the price is this, I'm going to pay it. Like, I it's either you want it done cheap or you want it done right. And I can't tell you how many body shops I spent money at, I probably spent, $10,000 at other body shops to learn that they wasn't the guy. So when I found the guy, I'm not letting him go. It's like a barber. So when you pay to get it, when you, when you want it done right, you don't care about the price. When you want it done cheap, that's different. And that's our industry too. Like once people get a taste of done right, they're like, like those people from the Fortune 500 are like, oh shit, I never thought about how big ass monitors like that could help us out. She's like, I love that. I've never seen anything like that. I'm like, oh, it's like a 20-inch monitor. Like, this is the cheapest monitor from Best Buy. I'm over here like fucking face palm. Because they got 15-inch monitors at the company. That's all they spent. You know what I'm saying? Well, they, or they've got other live stream companies coming with little six inches, and they can't see it from outside the booth. Like, they were over there on the back wall outside the booth like, oh, we could see everything. We didn't need to come sit in the booth with you guys. Like. It's just like little cool shit like that, that I was just like, oh, fuck, like you guys have never seen like even done like halfway right before. It's like if you haven't seen halfway right, damn, imagine what we can do for you. You know what I mean? Oh, this is just the base package. Imagine what we could do for you with the top package. You know, and they're like, oh, shit, I see some value in that. Yeah. Like they didn't understand why a confidence monitor would 
make sense on set until they saw that other monitor, until they saw the client monitor. And then they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I want a confidence monitor and a client monitor. Hold up. Man, you know well, what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump on you too long on or or beat a dead horse too long on this on this topic, um, but the important thing that I want you to take away from it is, um, format your presentation, um, separate the let me learn about your company to understand your problem phase from here's the solution phase. Always present the price after the proposal, so they can they can eat all the value they can eat. And then they get a price and ask for the sale. Ask for it. Every you can listen, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Y'all can go and y'all can audible and read whatever sales book you want to read. They all gonna tell you to be an asshole and ask for the sale at the end of the book. Yep. The butler did it. <laughs> like they all gonna tell you to ask for the sale. So I'm I'm gonna give y'all some this is some stuff I use. I'm and y'all can use it. I'm letting y'all steal it. You can steal it regurgitate it, do whatever, right? And, and this is a process that I've used 100% of the time. When I go through the proposal and I'm explaining what it's going to be, how long, how we're going to shoot it, and we're going through the proposal and we get to the price, I don't even flinch. I don't even flinch. And it's $29,422. If you want to add teleprompters, it's blank, blank, and blank. So do you want to book on the 19th or the, or the 20th? I move, I assume the sale. You're going to have to say, whoa, back up. I need to talk to you about that price. You're going to have to tell me that because I'm not going to create objections for you. Based off what you told me, we provided a solution. Here's the solution. You came to me bleeding. If you want me to keep you, you know, help you recover, you, we got to do this. Whatever objections you give me, this is my time to overcome them. If you, if you put it in this format, it is so important because guess what? By the time you get up to bat the third time, you're going to know every pitch they got. And you're going to hit all of them. You're going to, I've seen this before. Well, I think that I should, I've seen this, I heard this question before. So by your third time at bat, you're going to be a nasty hitter because you understand what's being thrown at you. If your format changes every time, you don't know. So keep that format that way. Present the value first. Let's not even talk about price. Who cares? We'll get to the, we, we, I'm, I'm more concerned with solving your problem than presenting a price to you. Who cares? If, and if you got a client that's antsy about price in the beginning, those are your red flags that they're not ready. So when I present the price, I'm assuming the sale. What date works best for you? I don't say, do you want this? Do you want, you know, I'll, I'll assume the sale on upsells. It's $29,462. This is what we're going to do. Let me click this for you while we got, because you're going to definitely need teleprompters. That's going to take us to $32,550. Do you guys want to shoot on the 15th? I got to open it on the 15th, the 19th, and the 20th. I know you said you needed the project to be completed by the 1st, and we need at least 10 days to work on the project and have time for revision. So which one of those dates works best for you? I'm, a, I'm going for it. You're going to have to tell me no. And usually they're going to tell you why. And I'm going to overcome that objection. Oh, that's not a problem. Definitely. We can also, we can, act, you want to make sure they have a monitor? We can definitely bring a monitor. Let me click here. 
you know, now the, the price is $33,520. So perfect. But which one of those dates work? We kind of, this is a time of year where we, we're getting a lot of clients. So we want to make sure we lock down the date. The 17th, perfect. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. Here, sign here, sign here. We're going to send you over to non-refundable retainer today so that we can hold that date so we can get started. Then we're going to have, you know, I go straight to it. Then we're going to have our writers contact you so we can get started writing the, and then I'm, I'm never, I'm never leaving it up to them. If you got me here, you want what I got. Christopher King said it. Yep. I'll say it all the time. Whoever speak first lose. I'm assuming they got it. They going to have to jump off the ship to get me to stop going forward. So, and, and this is a part that, this is the hard part about learning how to be successful. This is one of the hard parts that's just, you know, that people shy away from because usually camera guys, we're more behind the scenes. I want to make something pretty. I enjoy doing this. I love it. It's fun. Ooh, gear camera. And then we realize I got to be an alpha direct asshole too to get the sales. We got to be a salesman and I, everybody don't want to be salesmen. And that's cool, but you're going to have to be. Photographers don't want to do video. They got to do video. Videographers don't want to do photography. They got to do, you know what I'm saying? Like you got it. You're going to have to be a, a multi-person until you can hire multi-people. You got to be that person. That's what my nickname used to be multi, literally. I was Ty the camera guy. You can call me multi because I do everything. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, but you know what I'm saying? Until I could hire people to do it. So, and, and I need you guys to embrace that, understand that. And, and I know it's a throat punch. I'm going to tell you the same thing your recruiter told you. You signed up. You, no, I'm going to tell you the same thing your drill sergeant told you. You signed up for this. <laughs> Thank your recruiter. Uh, but I mean, it's just, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, moving forward, you know, the wins are contracts. Hey, we got this contract signed. They liked it. They signed the contract. Hey, we, we waiting on retainer, if anything. Hey, they, they did this. They did that. Signed the contract. Signed the contract. Um, that way, they're obligated to pay. And then them dollars are easier. You know, them, them, those eggs in the basket are a little easier to count because somebody can come back and they give you some excuse. What they do is they put you on ice. They give you some excuse. They come back. Oh man, you know they didn't. You know I didn't. You know somebody hit my car last night. I'm gonna have to wait. See, I don't want to hear all that. Really, they just didn't want to tell you at the time. So, um, Marco asks, "Hey Ty, you said you raise your prices after 30 days from delivering a proposal. What reason do you tell the client if the the contract, well, if they contact you after 30 days and it's a different price? Okay, Marco, I like that. Great question. On my proposal." It states that this price is only good for 30 days. After that, the prices are going. Okay, let me make it really clear. People have a problem with prices increasing. Businesses understand it's a part of the game. People bitch and moan about it. Companies don't. That's why I say get out of B2C. Businesses will pay extra when they lower the scope late in the project. Like, Businesses will pay you extra because they agreed to pay more and then they didn't want as much. So they're like, well, we still got to pay it, but we only want like some of it. 
It's like, well, okay, sure. Facts. People never do that. There's no like individual on earth that's like, oh yeah, 30,000 for 15,000 worth of work. Facts. Yeah, let's do it. Fact. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's do it. It's like, what? No. Let me let me also oh. give you a difference too. When you get your first business credit card, you're gonna notice the rules are a lot different than with B2B than B2C. The penalties are higher. Things change faster. B2C is kind of like the watered down version. B2B is where it's at. They know, you know, they understand a business world. And businesses, they get it. It's just a car. Let me tell you why businesses don't care about price changes. Because they're rolling it to their client. People care about price changes because it's their pocket. Business is like, oh, okay. So this went from 30000 to 40000 Okay, so at the door, we're going to go from charging $32 to $38. Cool. Think about the transition from cash or check to credit card, right? Credit card fees are now down to like 2.7%, but they used to be stupid, like 4.8% when credit cards really started popping. You know what happened? That price got put into the, passed on to the client. Everything you pay for at a store includes a 2.7% credit card fee. If you pay cash, there's more profit for them. If you pay card, they still make the amount of profit they set out to make. All the theft, all of the, the items, all of the, the shrink, all of that stuff get rolled into the price of your store, the store you shop at. They've already accounted for losing 6% of the items that they ship to the store. That's already added into the price. That's why they're constantly making profit month over year over year. They've already added those things into the price. Clients don't care. I mean, businesses don't care. They're passing it on to their client. They're passing it on to their buyer. They're, they're eating that. So you as a business, when you increase your prices, those companies don't care about it like you think. I get a lot of messages where people say, hey, I, I increased the price. The companies, the clients said nothing. They, businesses don't care. They get it. As long as you're not doing anything crazy, you ain't going up 50% every month. But they understand that things change. Hell, they, didn't, they may have increased their price on six of their items between the time they talk to you for their, for their buyers. You just don't know it because we're not in a position to see it. So price changes are inevitable, especially right now where inflation is crazy. Um, you know, pricing is just weird right now. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody asking for tips. The value of the dollar is dropped. Like right now we're in an area where everything is changing. Like everything is fluctuating. You're not getting, look how little a Snickers bar didn't get. That mug used to be huge and 50 cents. Now, they don't even really sell regular Snicker bars. Everything is a king-size $2 Snicker bar. Like, what happened to a regular-size Snickers for 50 cents, 25 cents, 30? You can't even get it. So everything is either shrinking at the same price or, or growing in cost. I mean, let, we don't even talk about chips and cereal. Cereal was $7 a box a few years ago. It's crazy. So everything is, is getting up in price. If you trying to keep your price low, that's that's being a, you know, that's trying to compete with price. That's that's being the price guy. That's being a low guy. And you cannot recover from that. So I, I gotta make sure we it's something that if you when you leave here, you, you gotta be mindful of because you're only hurting yourself. Lowering price only hurts you. Even if they buy from you, you still got hosed. And now you the cheap guy. You got a double decker today, bro. You must have you must have did something extra. You must have you must have <laughs> you must have did something extra. Um, 
Eric said he watched a segment uh, a few weeks ago that they admitted shrinking the rappers. Oh, it was Mars that make most of the good. Case. Yeah, a lot of companies are. I forgot what it's called. It's it's. I forgot. It's a term for it though. It's when they shrink the product and offer it for the same price. Shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. That's what it is. It's inflation and shrinkflation. To to combat inflation, they do shrinkflation. Is where they make stuff a little bit smaller. You don't notice it. A lot of um detergents put like a cone in the bottom to take out a few ounces. So when you flip it over, where it used to be flat, it's a it's a cone, and you don't notice it. You just don't notice it. So these are things that. As we grow in business, you start to you become mindful of and you start to see. Look at how much stuff's shrinking around you. The companies that, the only company that didn't shrink, I'm going to get this to them. And I'm a junk food guy so I can relate. If you ever got an Arizona uh, drink, that bottle been 99 cent forever and they ain't shrink it. Now, I don't know if they watering it down now or what, but if you ever been to Arizona, like Kiwi, Strawberries, Fruit Punch guy, they, they've, been, they've been holding out. But very few companies hold out. But Prices fluctuate. Look, companies do a lot of travel, right? Airline comp prices change like crazy. You can get the same ticket five days a week. It's five different prices. So companies are used to price changing. What you should be doing on your proposal is you should be encouraging clients to make fast decisions, right? By saying, hey, this price is good for 30 days. I encourage prices clients to pay on time because, yeah, you told me it's T60. Well, guess what? After 65 days, that price go up. Sometimes I'll take a discount if companies pay up front. It happens. Carlos said the Costco hot dog, dollar fifty cents to ninety. Yeah, they, a lot of them they give it away at cost to bring you in. But I mean, but these are things that you know, running a business, we we got to see these things. We got to notice companies and what they're doing, and then try to apply it to what we're doing. Because you can steal a lot from these companies. We just don't know what to look for. It's a lot to steal from big companies who spent billions trying to figure out what worked. Billions. I'm stealing some of it. You wonder why all these companies got jingles. Da 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 da. BK, have it your. It's a reason why they got it. It's, you think it's corny, but you remember them. You know the number to JG Wentworth, don't you? I still know the number to Hooked on Phonics. And didn't want it. I still know it. It's a reason they did it. People remember jingles. I still, you know, so still learn about it, understand it, steal it. That's all companies do. Steal it. Let me give you this example, and then we're gonna go to the to the next hand up, which is Luke. You ever see you you notice that if you if you go down the street, you be like, man, it's an AutoZone, a Pep Boys. Uh, O'Reilly's all on the same. Why would they get across the street from each other? Because one of them or two of them spent the money to say this is a hot area. Hey, I'm just, if they if if AutoZone know it's a hot area, we about to put an O'Reilly's right across the street. If O'Reilly's know this is a hot, oh, it's two of y'all. We about to put a Napa right. We about to put a. You start to see a lot of the same companies in the same area because they do research on what's a hot area, and you start seeing multiple ones pop up. It's weird how many CVSs and Walmarts are right across the street, or Walgreens are right across the street from each other. You be like, dang, because one of them did the research, and they're like, dang, that store booming. If we can take away half their money, we'll still make good money. We're going to go right across the street. Oh, some McDonald's over here, or we're going to put a Burger King right here, and a Taco Bell, and a Chick-fil-A. And, and that's how they, you know what I'm saying? So look at it, understand it, steal it. 
just make sure you understand what you're stealing. I get a lot of people on YouTube who have not taken a course or been a gold member to go to my, my page and try to steal everything they can off Flash Phone Media and they don't understand it. They wonder why it's not working. I played a demo reel for you guys a while back of a guy who stole my exact demo reel word for word and it backfired. It looked cheesy because he don't know what he's doing. So understand it before you steal it. And then, you know, make it apply to your situation. But but go ahead, Luke. I know you had your hand up for a minute. My bad. Shit, let me get my list, dude. I, oh, I okay. One. You got a list this week. I like that. No, it's it's all it's all L's. It's no money. Oh, Don't okay. even come. Well, lessons are good. We need lessons. I'm just yeah, I'm just trying to be I'm just trying to be accountable over here, bro. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't I didn't bring in any revenue this week. I had some leads, but they were all bum ass thumbtacks that thumbtack refunded me on. People with their fucking fake phone numbers, you got to try that shit. Make sure you call people right away off Thumbtack because if that phone number disconnected, you got to get a refund. That's some bullshit. They, don't, don't be afraid to ask Thumbtack for a refund because they'll refund your stuff quick. Yeah, if it's a bogus phone number or like something, they said something in the messages and you can show them like, dude, look what they said to me. Like, fuck these guys. They wanted me to do it for $2. Come on. You know what I mean? There's, there's just like outrageous shit that Thumbtack's like, nah, you can't. You can't treat our contractors that bad. Um, so that was one. Even of if you get email, like sometimes they'll pull you away from Thumbtack to send you emails, and you start seeing that same like family reunion scam or whatever. Save those emails, and Thumbtack will refund you. Dude, that motherfucker with them family reunion scams. That bro of... will not stop emailing me no matter how many times I block him and don't respond to him. That motherfucker make a new email address and keep sending me the family reunions. So, I'm like, ah. so, so really quick, let me just explain you guys in 30 seconds what that is. I didn't know. So what they'll do is they'll hire you for a family reunion. They'll say, all oh, your photos or videos are great. We want to hire you for a family reunion. How much is your price? Right? You give them a price. They say, you know what? We'll pay you more because we want excellent, whatever. Or we'll pay that. What they want to do is send you a check. Let's say you say $1,000 hypothetically. What they want to do is they want to send you a check for three or $4,000. And they'll say, hey, you know, we sent you a check too much. Or do you mind paying the, the venue? We're not from that area. And we're going to send you a $4,000 check. Keep your 1000 and pay the venue guy. The venue guy is somebody they know. They'll come get that, that 3000 from you or 4000 from you. Then they'll cancel the event later. The reason they do it is they sent you a fraudulent check. You've given them, you've used your bank account to cash the 5000 You've given them four. They've disappeared. The bank 21 days from now will realize that that check was fraudulent and you're on the hook for the whole 5000 the bank don't care about who, how, how you got. You're on the hook for it. You will get blackballed from all banks. So that's the, that's the uh, family reunion scam. It's, it's usually done other ways, corporate events, whatever. And it's usually along the lines of, hey, we're going to you, send you the check. You cash it and you pay. Or, real quick, they'll ask you, who is your credit card vendor? Because they know certain credit card vendors would take certain fake cards. I never disclose that. I never disclose who my credit card vendor is. Even if you send them an invoice and they get to see it. If you're asking me about who my credit card vendor is, you're fra it's fraudulent. So just want to put that out there so they know what we're talking about. But go ahead, bro. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's not even an L. That was just that's funny that you mentioned that because that fucker emailed me again today. And I'm like, dude, They're stop persistent. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're persistent. I don't take family reunions, like just on a small aside, I don't take family reunions at all for that exact reason, because I just, I don't want to have to differentiate and they're not, it's not good money anyway. It's not like I'm missing out on like, oh man, you're missing out on a billion dollar opportunity. No. Like, Carl says modeling scams now. I'm pretty sure it's along the lines of fake credit cards or checks. Yeah. Fake credit cards and checks, no matter what, you don't want to fuck with that. But anyway. So like, you know, my small bits of like successful working this week were that I followed the schedule for module three better than I have been in the past. So I actually got shit done on time, which is like big shout out to your schedule. That shit actually works. <laughs> and follow it. It don't work when you only follow it halfway, but when you follow it all the way, it work. Um, will throw punch for me. But yeah. So that helped me get like admin shit that I've been putting off for months done, which was awesome. Um, and then I also followed up on my leads on time, which was great. Uh, but then all those leads were duds. So that's kind of just how it goes. Sometimes you spend a whole week following up on leads that come in and they're all bullshit in one way or another. And you're like, man, this is this is not my week. But um, so there's that. Uh, yeah, just like discipline, mostly like realizing that I'm not as disciplined as I think I am or want to be or whatever. Um and, you know, just something I wanted to bring to the group because it's like a lot of y'all keep pointing at me and saying, I can't do it because I'm not like that guy. And I'm here to tell you that I am not like I'm not any right at this moment. I'm not the person you want to aspire to be like, like, <laughs> it's just just don't do it. You know what I mean? Just don't like, yes, I've had some wins and I've had tons of L's alongside it. And it's just not like I'm I'm in the I'm in the thick of it, you know what I mean? And there's there's some times where I can see through the grass that it's great and there's other times when I can't. And I think that's important for everybody to sort of realize cuz it's like, you know, if you're newer here or you're just feeling frustrated or whatever and you're, you know, where Marcus is making these references and shit, just remember that, you know, I'm feeling this way too. No, I mean, I'm no, just was, saying. You said, you said he was, you know, I money. just came on and you calling me out. I see how no, it no, is. No, you're making these references like positively. Like, yeah, yeah you, good you, references. Like, like, yeah, he balling. Yeah, you're saying like, oh, I'm feeling like Luke, like $50,000 deals, whatever. That's all cool. I appreciate that. I love the love. It's just like, just everybody remember that when you're fucking feeling like shit, I feel like shit too, a lot of the time. And I deal with that shit a lot of the time, like imposter syndrome. Fucking yeah, Carlos is raising his hand. Impossible. Hey, I'll run into it too. Burnout, like yeah. all the time, like yeah. at least once a week with one of those three things. You know what I mean? Like fear, imposter syndrome, burnout, at least once a week with one of those three things. I'm and so it's it, like, yeah. I'm glad that you brought up imposter syndrome because I didn't really realize it was bothering me until I got around other people who say they felt that same way. Same, dude. Yeah. And like, Okay, so my other homie, we were talking earlier in this week because he just bought a camera and we were talking about how like crazy impostery it feels to like buy gear and just be like, oh, that's not that much. You know what I mean? Or like, whatever, just like, oh, whatever, just click buy now. Goodbye. Forget about it. And he's just like, man, that shit like he's like my $1,300 camera killed me back in the day, man. Like, let, let me read know, the I definition of imposter syndrome because it. I felt this way and I didn't know what it, I didn't know what it was. Um, imposter syndrome is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally, despite being a high performing uh, and, and external. Um, so condition also condition often result in people feeling like a fraud or a phony. So you're having success. It just don't feel like you think it should feel, 
So you feel like it's like you, you're doing something wrong or you fake. So I run into that both on the flash film media side and the flash film academy side. I'm double, double imposter syndrome sometimes. Um, and then you things in that. between. I mean, you could, you could feel like that being a dad, like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, man, you're a great dad, blah, blah, blah. And you may feel like, man, I, am I? Am I though? I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but it just, so that's something that I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because it's something I, I was struggling with a lot. I just want to be real with it this yeah, week. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't on last week because I was dealing with like cleaning up clients, like getting payments and shit. But, like, man, the imposter syndrome is insane. I mean, like I sit here and think like, man, these people don't want to deal with me. They're fucking sick of my shit. They're fucking blah, blah, blah. A lot of them are over here like this dude's cooking up something great for us. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm over here like, fuck. <laughs> like, I don't even trust me i'm over here calling other people like you just take care of it i i don't even trust me you decide what's best you know what i mean and like it it's just it's one of those things that i i think we got to talk about because you know it happens it happens so often and like you said i didn't i wasn't even sure i was aware of that happening until i was dealing with that fortune 500 and hearing from you guys one thing and then in my head i'm like really though are you like for sure, for sure? I'm like, like skin of my teeth, dog. Like, is that how big of a win is that for real though? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's one of those things that gets to you. And it's weird because you work really hard to get to these points, to get to these milestones and you hit them. And then you're like, whoa, why do I feel like this? What, why do I feel like I didn't just do that? Like, like I'm lying to myself. It's like the fuck happened here. You know what I mean? Bro, I, I cashed a hundred thousand dollar check and felt like I still had imposter syndrome. Yeah, exactly. I I had a fucking $15,000 payment come in after another $15,000 payment two days before. And I looked at my like total revenue for 30 days at like 48,000. And I'm just like, what? Like, why do I feel like this? Like, why do I feel that it's like almost not it's not easy for me to describe feeling that way, like personally, but it's just like, I think it has to do with the fact that we don't deliver a tangible item. For me, yeah. I I feel like because I'm not handing them something tangible, if I was selling them a loaf of bread and got the money, maybe I feel like it, I'm worth it. But I think because I'm delivering something that's not tangible, I think personally it makes me feel like sometimes, you know, I, I was struggling with with that with that feeling. Because especially when you, I'm telling you, you're getting paid to do something you love. It don't feel like work. You love it and you're handing over something that's not tangible. And they're giving you, um, you know, they're they're giving you a twenty thousand dollar check, and you're like, did I really earn this? Doing what I love, I would have did this for free. It's so, insane. So and that's you're where like, I would get it from. The gear and shit, like all of it. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. It's like it's so hard to actually put the monetary value to the process of doing it. Like it feels so much like you're not doing anything not doing anything difficult or like shitty you know what i mean it goes back to that thing about if you're doing what you love you're not working yep I yeah agree. that thing so i've only started this recently but i i don't even have to force myself anymore i'm not a dancer or anything like that but i will go in the back room and i will dance a jig i will do something and that stuff you know i ain't making fifty thousand dollars yet per but they're big for me and so I, any chance I get now, I will go, I will go skip. I felt like that on my first $2,500 job. I, I feel you I'm too. I'm that way too. 
I'm not sure if I've screamed as loud on some of these $50,000 jobs as I've screamed on my first $2,500 job, dude. Like I was probably screaming louder on that one than anything else. So I feel you, Tim. Fucking get it, dude. You got to like, you got to celebrate that shit. And that helps with the imposter syndrome. But yeah, dude, it's been, it's been an interesting week. Like I got some stuff done and then I ended out the week, uh, our week, our Wednesday to Wednesday week. Uh, today I went by one of my clients spots to get like, just to pick up some shit. Like I, I buy water from this dude's spot and I'm like, okay, cool. I went by there and we started talking about something and he's all, yeah, actually we should set up a meeting. All that shit you were telling me about. He's like, well, bro, I've blown so much money. He's like, I'm sorry. I got all weird about that amount of money. Like he's like, I've blown so much money trying to open up the second location already. He's like, it's worth it. Like we need to get people in there. Like let's have a meeting soon. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there like, oh shit, like I'm sitting here all week, imposter syndrome as a motherfucker. And then I walk into here and this person and this like client's like, oh, here you go. And I'm like, really? For real? Like y'all that interested? Y'all that cool with me still? Okay. There's a clip I want to share with you guys that really, as I grew in business, I can relate to. Um, and it's it's the it's, it's getting off the phone with a client that you've closed is big money like you are you doing what you're supposed to do, right? You're doing you've built this brand to be a value to command this payment, to shoot this type of content, and you you get there and you close it and you and you feel like excited, and there's a clip of I don't know if you ever seen this clip of Diddy where he closed the deal for something and he and they hung up the phone and he was going crazy. And and that clip helped me realize it ain't just me. And I want it's fifty seconds. I'm gonna play it for you guys. It's fifty seconds, but it is you. You it's a young Diddy, and you can just see what he's going through. You think I could book that for like the the, the weekend of the fourteenth when the soundtrack comes out? Watch how he changed when he hangs up. So bump somebody. I, all right, thanks. I right, love you, man. Bye. I got my MTV out. Savage! I'm a savage. Oh! I'm a savage, whatever I want, I'm going to get! Whatever I want, I have to get! That. Yes! What's next? What's next? I gotta get it. I'm not gonna stay fucking down. I'm not gonna stay fucking lying down. I'm not. I can't do that, man. I can't do that. What's next? Give me something else. What can't you do? I can do it. I can do anything. What am I... That's one of my favorite clips ever because, because I'm like that after I close a deal and I, and I know it ain't just me. And, and I, and I used to feel bad for feeling like that, but I look at like, man, that's one of the greats. And he feel like that. Okay. I'm on to something. So sometimes you got to go scream, man. I go run and scream and I do all kinds of stuff to get it out. Cause I, you know, it's that, you know, when you, when you got that dog in you, you got to let him out sometimes. You got to let that dog out. As soon as you get off the phone with them, you got to let that dog out, man. It's fucking. For me, it was, it was the idea of being self-made, right? It was the idea of, of eating what I, what I killed, like having the ability to hunt, skin, cook, and eat based off me. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm self-made. Like that is just, it's a high you can't reproduce. And, and like... I want everybody to experience it nobody else gave it to you like it's the only way you can say that nobody else gave it to you that nobody else did it for you that you didn't do it for nobody else like that's yeah i feel you 
but yeah, man, that's my, that's my message for the week. It ain't even wins. It's L's, but I feel like, I don't know. Like I'm happy to have the L's man. Like I'll take them. Um, you posted something on Instagram on the flash film page a little while back. That's like not learn, 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 work, work, work. Like that don't work. You stay the same level. Just learn, work, learn, work, yeah. learn, work, learn, work. You end up twice as high. You stack thing. And that's like, I'll take the L's for a couple of weeks to come back with more five-figure deals. That's I'm happy to do that. You know what I mean? At this point, it's like, I'll take the cycle of it. I'm just trying to make the cycle more consistent, more predictable. And that's like, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But yeah, we... Uh, Keep, we and I would say, you know... The mental side is so important because you're going to go through it. The person, the successful person that's closing these deals is not the person you are today. It's a different person. You're going to have to grow. You're going to have to, you, you're going from a caterpillar to a, to a butterfly. It's a painful transition. There's things you got to change. There's things you got to be more disciplined about. There's things you got to do differently. You're going to have to think differently. You're going to have to act differently. You, it, it's just a different you're not going to be the successful you. It's not going to be the same you as now. It's just not going to happen. And sometimes we think we think so, but it's just it's just not true. You're going to be a different person. Um, and you're going to have growing pains. And you're going to have, you know, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. So it's 10x mindset, right? 10x mindset. Real quick, I'm going to go to... um. I think I got Josh next, but real quick, uh, you guys are talking about um, NAS and memory solutions and things like that in the comments. Um, I would say real quick, if you want to start off with something cheap, get you a four bay NAS. Maybe I got, I got three of them actually. Um, I would say keep them within the same brand. Get you a four bay NAS that offers Thunderbolt so that you can edit off of it. Make sure they're they're linkable. Like I like to stay within um, the same brand because you can link them all together. If you choose to, you don't have to. Um, and get you a four bay. And I think fourteen, like it was like twenty terabyte hard drives are on sale dirt cheap right now. Like not dirt cheap. Yeah, the eighteens. I think it's yeah. the eighteen that are on sale for dirt cheap, dude. They're it's so cheap for storage right now. Like nobody's buying servers because nobody's mining right now. So like. Server storage is so, 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 so cheap. It's been cheap for like a year since last Black Friday. They never really brought the prices up. Keep in mind also, if you buy 50 terabytes worth of storage, you're only going to have about 25 to use for backup purposes. So don't think that I'm going to buy 50 terabytes and get 50 terabytes. Depending on what RAID you run, I like to back up stuff. I like to make it where if one drive die, I can take it out and replace it. You may just want to do that thing raw, but look, uh, that's on you, all right? that's on you i like to back stuff up because i don't want to be in the middle of a project or need something and a drive die so keep that in mind when you are starting to build your knives you can buy one together or you can buy the drive separately but i've seen that conversation uh popping up um and i just wanted to to jump in that real quick for those who are uh in that uh that conversation um josh you up next bro Hey, man. Um, so just kind of a, a quick question, actually, too, uh, piggybacking off of uh, what you were talking about with when you're doing your proposal. Um, do you send a proposal with a contract attached or do you send a proposal and then a contract? My proposal has my contract built into it. OK, yeah, it's, that's, that's what I'm doing, too. I just want to make sure I was doing that right. And then the other thing that I, I picked up on today. So do you email out the proposal 
with that and then go over it with them in like in an appointment or do you just send it to them and let them go over it with it by themselves? So, so once I finish the initial call and I determine what your problems are, I like to set up an itinerary. Hey, we're going to send you the proposal, let's say over the weekend. Are you available Monday to talk about it? Like I, I always have a follow-up date. I never send it and wait to get back or try to fit into their schedule. We're, we're, going to, we're going to set up the date now before I get off the phone. So, so anytime I set an appointment, sometimes when I set an appointment to even talk to a client, I'm, I'm setting two appointments. So we're doing Wednesday and Wednesday or whatever, Wednesday and whatever. You can either do it that way where it's two appointments at once um, or when you're on the call, you can set the second appointment. Sometimes you get on the call and realize they're not a good fit. So, you know, but I'm always setting up the follow-up call on the first call. And then I'm going to get you the proposal. Sometimes I like, to, I like to get it to you, honestly, within 24 hours of that call. I personally like to. I don't want to give it to so you then, six days out. So they're getting the proposal first. They get a chance to look through it. And then you meet with them a second time to, to kind of go over and then ask for the sale. Because that was where mm-hmm. I, I was trying to connect the dots was where you were saying that you specifically asked for the sale. And so that's one of the things that I'm not doing is my ask for the sale is in the proposal. So um, I think that might be a, a, a big turnaround. So just to recap, so you send it out, schedule the appointment, and then go over it with them to, to really kind of solidify it. Because, because the, the, the reason for the second appointment is to go over the proposal. I want to make sure that you don't have any questions and we have everything we need so that we can start to build out our itinerary. So my, my second call, and, and that's what I love about uh, Proposify, is I send it out the day before, two days before. I know what they've looked at. I know that they got it. I know that they opened it. I know that they spent one second on the intro, and they spent 20 minutes on the budget. They spent two minutes on the contract and 15 minutes on the itinerary. So I'm going into that second meeting really with a little bit of a little bit of secret sauce. You know what I'm saying? I'm going into that meeting, understanding what, what interests them more than me not knowing if they got it, looked at it, what they care about. You know what I'm saying? I know I've had companies that when I work with Google, they spent a lot of time in the legal side. They sent it to five and six people. They were really deep into the legal side. Price wasn't an issue. So I knew when I called them for that second call, that's what we was talking about. I, I, I prepared myself for those objections. Um, and it made it a little easier because it's Google, man. Listen, I don't, it don't matter what my, my contracts, in my mind, I'm not telling the client this. It don't matter what my contracts say. I don't got enough money to fight Google. I'm going to be like my man that was representing himself, looking all crazy. You know what I'm saying? I know you got heard me when I, I'm going to be like that dude. I don't know if you ever see that case. It's hilarious. This guy who, got caught with murder and he tried to represent himself. It was hilarious, but he ended up getting locked up. Um, I know I don't have the money to fight Google, so I'm going to try to push back a little bit, but whatever y'all say is what we're going to work with. Plus, Google was a $96,000 client. The contract pretty much said, hey, we, we want a, a gag order. We don't want none of our stuff out. We don't want to talk about nothing. In fact, don't even refer to us as Google. We are the client. Don't mention it on, on, because it was, it was a hush-hush project. They were building a data center, and they knew that if people knew they were building a data center, all of the land around it would have skyrocketed. And they wanted to give their employees the ability to move out here without paying triple the rate. 
and they, they knew they were, their employees were going to get hosed if people knew that the data center was there. So nothing said Google. It looked like just buildings. Um, and like, yeah, they, they didn't even want us to put the videos on Google Drive. Like we had to literally deliver a hard drive to them every, every, uh, every week. And they paid us handsomely for that. Um, but, um, you know, I, I definitely submit everything all in one package, one signature. Um, and then I'm sending the bill, uh, the, the, the non-refundable retainer separate. Um, you can have them pay it right in proposal file using Stripe if you want. Um, it's up to you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm using HoneyBook right now. They do a lot of that yep. um, in the HoneyBook, the new, new style. Um, I know uh, um, I did use Proposal 5 for a couple just uh, just to test out and see which one I liked, but it worked better for HoneyBook, just yep. to have everything all under one roof. But, um, yeah, I like that. I like that fact. That's the one thing that I don't like about HoneyBook is that they don't show you how long they were on it, you know, like where they get hung up. It just shows where they stopped, which I mm. wished it showed, you know, how long they were stuck on the proposal or – or whatever, but that was, uh, that's it. But I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Proposal five tell you every time they open it, they can open it six times. It'll tell you, Hey, they're looking at it. They're looking at it. now. they looking at it. They on page three. You can almost like, it almost feel like you sitting on the back end of them watching them scroll. Like it's almost that deep. Proposal five feels like those two way mirrors cops yeah. have where like <laughs> you're looking, you're thinking you're in a room with a mirror. Like they're thinking they're in a room with a mirror looking over your contract talking like, oh, look at this motherfucker, this price. He thinks yeah. he's couches. And you're on the other side of the mirror with the mic turned on listening like, hmm, oh, okay. Yeah, right. okay. Well, that's how you feel about I, that. I'm going to get a coffee and then when I go back in there, I know exactly what to say to this Cause, bitch. Because oh. when you go in, you got the ammo you need. Like it's, So it's easier to overcome objections. I know where y'all have a problem before you mention it. So guess what? If I overcome that objection before you bring it up, I am the genius. Gosh, this guy's a mind reader. Now I'm the I'm I'm such a pro who work with people in this industry so much that I know, you know what I'm saying? Like if your doctor see you limping and they and they like, oh, you got a kneecap, a calf sprain, a block, like, damn, this guy's good. That's the feeling I have, I, I leave my clients with because of Proposify. So that's why I feel like it's helped me close a lot of sales. No, Proposify is worth every dollar, man. And when I, I do I'm not my saying tax- honey book ain't ain't, you know, stick with what works for you, but I'm just saying why I use, you know. Proposify. Go ahead. Look no, I would use both. If you're yeah. already on HoneyBook, get Proposify just for the tools that it offers. Like the first time you close a big deal because of it, you're going to be like, oh my God, that was so easy. Oh, that's worth everything I'm going to pay you guys for the year. I'll just got to do that one more time next year and I'm good on you guys. Like the first time that you use it and it works and they tell you you're a mind reader, you're going to be like, oh, this is worth my, oh, that's worth my $50 a month. All right, sir. Thank you. Because I, I originally signed up for Proposify just to make it eat. Cause I didn't, I didn't want to send uh what was it? Like a Adobe sign. I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't really sign up or learn about Proposify for the statistics and analytics. I really, at, in the beginning, I wasn't big on it. And then I was just started messing with it and was like, man, I started using that to my advantage. And the close rate went from, you know, it increased. You know, my ability to close a client was just, you know, just started increasing. And what's crazy, crazy about proposal files, it show you how much sales you have out and how much of it you've closed over the last year or so. That's what I love about it, too, is it tells you your exact close dollar amount and your lost dollar amount and how many proposals you've sent, like, easily. It's just like, oh, yeah, I love to see those numbers where I'm like, okay, that 
that'll motivate you to work on your close rate when you're like, shit, man, I lost how many hundreds of thousands of dollars this year? Fuck. <laughs> and I, from what I hear, Panda Docs is the same. It may be a little cheaper. Check it out. But, you know, and I know HoneyBook is offering similar features and bringing more. So it's just about having the upper hand um, and having the ability to just, you know, read the mind of your client a little bit. I know, uh, Carlos, you got your hand up next. Yo, so I got a question and it's about earlier what you said about not talking about price as a follow-up question. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you this. Um, what I've been doing is I give a price. So I talk to the client. We first chat our first conversation. Hey, I'm interested in this. We'll set up a, a follow-up call and that'll be a call where I learn more about them, learn more about the problems, try to offer some solutions. But I end the phone call with two things. One, putting a date for a follow-up call. And two, I do give a price, a price, it's a price range. Um, I'm going to ask, is that not cool? Is, no, that no, is no, cool? I like that. I, I'm oh, okay. okay with saying prices start at. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If if there's okay. anything you put, there's two things you could put on your website to get rid of um, low ballers. Prices start at whatever, $25.99, or you can show a group of clients that you've worked with. They both work equally. Okay. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what I've been doing. So for me, um, I, I think you talk about this too. Like part, so the reason why you do that part of it is to see if, uh, if it's cap or not, yeah. if, 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 if the, the price picks some flinch or not, and then you know, they're wasting their time. And so go ahead. No, I was say, I cannot tell you guys how important it is to disqualify people. Everybody that's kicking tires ain't for you. You need to be able to disqualify people. You gotta be okay with that. You can't be the desperate guy that just wants some money and, man, I wanted that sale. They want you to film baby sacrifices and you was almost, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm disqualified people. And, and, oh, and, and, and the more comfortable you get, the earlier you're going to start disqualifying people. So you can move. It's all a game of numbers, right? It's all a game of numbers. If you talk to 10 people, you're going to get to the point where let's say you close two of them. Well, if I want 10 sales this week, I need to talk to 100 people. Period. I need to talk to 100 people. And if I'm wasting my time being buddy-buddy with you, I'm missing sales. Get off my phone. Disqualified. So now you make it to the point where your close rate get better. I'm closing 50%. Okay, cool. I know I needed to get 10 people. I need to talk to 20 people. If you ain't about that life, get off my phone. So you, you have to, your, your time is money. Your time is valuable. You, you have to uh, value your time. Because the client won't. They'll talk you to death. Well, so y'all shooting Canon? You know, I like the, the Canon XRs I had back in. I don't care, bro. Get off my phone. I don't want to care about your cousin that shoot photography. In a nice, tactful way. You know what I'm saying? In a nice, tactful way. But you ha people will talk to you to, to death about video and photo because they love it and it's cool. And you got you to gotta disqualify people. Um, got to disqualify people. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pricing is, is something that, look, if you look big, you get paid big, right? You run away the cheap guys. Really nice restaurants that don't have the prices on the menu scare the hell out of guys with no money. It just scare them. They don't, it, it just scare people. If it ain't a big price in a picture of a cheeseburger, you know it's not cheap. If it say filet mignon, and you like, uh, uh, so way to scare, you want to scare people a little less? Let me show you in the middle. Watch, when I say this, it's going to make so much sense. 
Really cheap stuff got changed at the end. Medium range stuff, just say 27. Expensive stuff, don't say nothing. Think about it. Cheap stuff say $19.99. When you go to a restaurant, this is, this is $24.99, okay. When you go to a little bit better restaurant, it's just going to have 45 next to it. 50, 99, 165 next to the, next to the crab legs. When you go to a restaurant that's higher end than that, you're going to be, hey, bro, is the price on your stuff? Is the, is the price on you? I don't, I don't see no numbers. When you there, you gonna, that's when you lay down the American Express and you don't worry about it. Your bill going to be $2,000. Market value. I, I promise you, as you move up in the steakhouses, you're going to notice that. So as a business, you can kind of do the same. I don't want to put a lot of prices out because our it's different based off of, you know, what we do. But pricing start at X, Y, and Z. It ain't hiding. It ain't, you know, people people who got to check their bank account before they eat want to know. They got to do the math. Uh, yeah, I got to see if I got enough for fr fries. People who got it is like, give me the best steak you have. Bring me the best wine you have with the best sides you have. Thank you. Get out of here. Scram. Your tip's $200. Have a nice day. I'm going to pay you $200 to leave me alone while I talk to my beautiful date here and stay out of the way. Them dudes is paying $27. Them two for 20 at Chili's be mad when the waiter ain't even checked on us. We ain't even got it. They ain't even came back. You know what I'm saying? So it's just different. But as you grow and you go into different rooms, you'll see how different level of people operate. Me being from Detroit, being from the hood, it was a it was a big learning curve for me. I'm just gonna be real. Like it was it was hard for me at first. I had to learn how different people operate at different you know what I'm saying like at different levels. I, you know, one, you just you just gotta learn it and you gotta you gotta know how to maneuver in it. In fact, you gotta maneuver in it so well that people trust you in that room. And you know damn well I'm from the hood, but here I am, sitting across from the president. How you doing, sir? You know, well, every client wants every client wants things differently. So to have a menu that everybody could choose from, and then your prices have to change with the times, you could spend you could spend a lot of time on your website updating prices just to keep things current. So the things generally start here. Is that's why I do that because I don't want to be on my website all day long keeping prices current. No, con contrary to that, in a way is know your prices. So yeah. when you do say the price, okay, they start at here, it makes sense. And I, I usually over, when the people ask me for like, I usually overshoot it. I usually tell them it's 10,000. So when we get to 8,000, they're extremely happy. <laughs> you know, the same thing. We, we had a client like you that we worked and did X, Y, and Z. It, it was sort of around 10, five, but I like to sit down because you may not need everything they needed. And that kind of punks them into saying, I want what they had. You know what I'm saying? I've had clients that do that. You know, we we work them to 8500. 8, no, how, well, how was they bill? 135. What else did they get? Well, sir, they added an extra camera, blah blah. I want that too. Okay. So a lot of people got iPhone 14 Pro Maxes that can't use it. They got it cuz it was the best one. They should have they should still have an iPhone 7. But they went to T-Mobile or wherever and said, "I want the biggest, baddest, best." Cuz that's just what I just how I do it. Okay. So a lot of people got super off-road Bronco Raptors and, and don't ever get no dirt on their car. Their car never see off-road. 
A lot of people got Corvettes. They never take drive a Raptor on pavement. I got a client with a Raptor, pavement princess Raptor. Yeah, I know how that is. Yeah, a lot of people got Corvettes. Don't even run them. Be on the freeway doing forty five. I be seeing little old ladies in the Corvette on the freeway doing forty five. What are you doing, ma'am? Hit the gas. You got muscle. So I mean, it, it just people just sometimes they want what they want. So that's why I tell you always have a stupid package. You'd be surprised how many people come in and be like, give me the top. I want top shelf. I want top. People like top shelf liquor. I want top. It's on the top shelf. I must have it. Don't even know why. Why is, why is this better than that? Uh, my shelf. last client, just, my last client took the stupid package. <laughs> See, there you go. Well, you want to hear about the stupid package. That Fortune 500 paid 30000 for the base package because I first thing I told them was, well, we had a client like that once and the what they ended up wanting was around 60, but what do you want? And they're like, well, wait, hold up. How'd they get to 60? And I'm like, oh, like three cameras. And they wanted to bring in a hybrid where they had a Zoom room that could talk to the people there. And I'm like, yeah, they ran up to 60 real quick on that. And uh, they're all, oh, well, we don't need all that. It's like, okay, well, we could do it for 30. And they're like, okay, that's great. That's way better. That's perfect. And it's like, yeah, but if you'd said 30, they would have said, can you do it for 15? Like, Absolutely. unfortunately, negotiations just like that. Like, if you start, if the first thing, if the, how do I put this? If the 9-11 starts at 1,000, you are not going to get 120,000 for the fucking, you're not going to get 120, 80, or even 70 for anything else on the lot. Like, you, you got to set the bar. Yeah, yeah that's that expensive uh, thing on the lot. A lot yeah, of, exactly. It's price anchoring. A lot of you would make more money per shoot. If you had a stupid price item on your on your proposal, a lot of you missed the opportunity would. to make ten thousand to shoot because once they max out everything, they only had three thousand. A lot of you guys would make triple what you make if you offer something stupid. Don't believe me? Go try it. I send every proposal I send comes with an option that's like four x what I think they could pay, four to five x what they I think they could pay because it's just like maybe you can, but more importantly, if you see that you know like. If you see $95,000, you're like, okay, so suddenly 30 sounds good, 40 sounds fine, even 50 is okay, but like 95, we cannot do. You know what I mean? And then they tell you their budget right there because they're like, oh, no, no, we can't do 90. We can only do 40. Can you do 40? And it's like, yeah, I can do 40. We'll just take this, 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 and this off. And like Carlos said, when you know your prices, it's not bullshit. And you're just like, this is the price. Like, I'm Especially sorry. Especially when, when removing something relates to something. You can't just say we're going to lower the price and give you the same stuff. So we got to take this off. We can take this off and take that. Don't say, oh, we can lower the price to you just killed yourself. And, and there's a company that is the number one company in the world that does this. Remember I say look at stuff, learn it, and steal it? Look at Apple. Apple have computers as low as $599, Mac Mini, and they got computers as high as $60,000. You can go ham. They're going to punk you before you punk them. They gonna, when you're going to play Big Bank Tech, Little Bank, they're going to have the biggest bank because they're going to say, oh, you want to keep adding? Okay, we're going to take you up to $60,000. That don't even include a keyboard and mouse. That's just for the box. Yep, no monitors, no keyboard, no, no, no cables. Monitors. What was the Nothing. monitors? Wheels, the the wheels for the uh, yeah, the wheels like for the system. Fifteen hundred dollars, yeah, just like for that. the wheels, the wheels for the XDR, yeah, just to move your computer. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, it's a lot of people that want to play big bank, take little bank. Okay, I'm, a, I got you. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you all you want more. 
you a lot of you guys would make 20 to 50% more money per shoot if you had a higher plan to offer the client. Try it with your next guy. I promise you. Put something stupid out there. You know, say, hey, I, this is what I suggest you have, but still have something stupid. If you want to go all out, I promise you, try it. Try it. Get a stupid plan. Work and make sure it is it is of value. Like it's it, there, it's legitimate items that make it higher. Don't just say, you know, video production, 1200 video production, 6,000. Well, what's the difference? Well, we're gonna try harder with this one. And we, no, have legitimate items. When you go to Apple, you're gonna get SSD, eight terabyte this, and you're gonna get, you know what I'm saying? So make sure it is legitimate items. Apparently, you're going to get 28 core Xeon with dual Radeon Vegas, like Apple Afterburner. It's they like, bro, the, it's refurbished for 39,000. Oh, yeah, no, it's refurbished. That's refurbished for 40. And that's still an Intel chip. Like, they haven't even released their own silicon version of the Mac, which you know that when they drop that Mac Pro silicon, they're going to raise the price on it. Yeah. They're going to be for like, people yep. that's wondering what we're talking about, there was a link posted in the group that takes us to a link of a refurbished Mac Pro. 28 cores. Look at what they're doing and steal it. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, your, that's your, uh, real, that's your real quick. Price breaker. Project Ags is the app available for Apple TV, Flash Film Academy app? No, but you can stream it to your Apple TV using, yes. uh, not AirDrop. Is it not AirDrop? It's, uh, you can use Chromecast and AirPlay. Yep, AirPlay. So you can watch it on your TV. I do Both. that when I get off and I'm, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, I was going to invest in the Apple TV app, but I was like, nah, not yet. Um, but, yeah, so uh, these are things that you got to know somebody to know somebody to, to say, hey, man, you should, be, you should be offering something crazy. Offer something crazy. I challenge you all on your proposals from this point out, regardless of what you may, I give people three choices. I give people, this is the recommended. This is if we cut corners. This is outrageous. When people see that outrageous price, if people see a $40,000 price, that $20,000 price look a whole lot better. And this is a technique that companies use. They give you something too low, they give you something about right, and then they give you something crazy because they make the about right look about right. If you just give them one price and, and, their, question, and, and their answer is 20000 or no, well, it's a 50-50 chance. I give you three options and a no. What's well, a 25% chance? Better odds. So, so do it. I, I promise you. I'm not, you hear other people telling you they do it. If you haven't been doing it, when we get off this tonight and you get ready to set up your proposals, try to, try to give three prices. Work out three prices for your client. I guarantee you you'll start making more money per shoot. And these are little things that will change your, your car, will change your house, change your clothes, everything. I know you had your hand up, Carlos. Go for it, bro. I was going to say, so I have to go to an L. Um, okay. Some L's right now. Actually, these are pretty pretty elementary L's, but pretty ugly. Um, and I was out. I was on on camera celebrating a couple weeks ago this big project. And overall, pretty successful. But there was a big L. And then I found out afterwards. And I think I said, I was like, you know, I normally don't celebrate because I got to check out everything first. But I'll let you know. And uh, I was right. Unfortunately, I made a mistake. Uh, there was a mistake. And the mistake was that I'd hired some people to do some uh, camera work. And they did not film something very important for the client. And I thought they did. And I, and I asked them, did you guys capture this? Yeah, we did. Because uh, we were setting up some other stuff. 
and I come to look at the footage and that thing they're supposed to film, they half-assed filmed it and didn't film the really boring stuff. And I said, shit, like this is pretty bad. So um, I haven't gotten into a situation to see what's going to happen as a result yet. Like that hasn't popped up just now, but it might. Uh, but there's a little bit of a something. And that is that uh, we had some photos and we had some videos. And so the photos, the photo guys did their jobs um, and they did it. And so I could make some sort of slideshow animated thing to kind of compensate. It ain't B-roll, but it's something. Um, and so there's two mistakes that, that were done. One, the mistake was done because uh, I had worked with those people in the past and I had hired them again. And I thought they were experts to understand what we're going to go with. But this is the first time we had done like an event together. And so I think that was the problem where I said, you know what? These are, they're more uh, filmmakers than the event coverage people. And I should have said, Let's, you know, wide, medium, tight. Everything you do in this event is wide, medium, tight. And I always tell everybody that. And I explained verbally. In our, uh, we, had a, we had a crew meeting before the event. I explained to everybody. They must have forgotten. They weren't used to it, whatever. The photographers, they're experts in event photography. So that, that's already second nature for them to take care of it. So something that I've, I learned from somebody else um, and I recommend it is if you got any uh, new shooters or in general, I didn't do this because I was running late and I was in a hurry. But put it together in your team meeting a document that literally says, whenever you shoot for me, you shoot like this. Wide, medium, tight. If you do an interview, put them on a third. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Or put them in the center or whatever it is. Like the way you like to shoot for, let's say, an event or something like that, put that in a, in a document and share it with everybody. And that document could be like, Make sure you wear a uniform right. Make sure that, yes, sir, no, ma'am, uh, you know, whatever. Whenever you ask you who you work for, you work for Buzz the Lens, like whatever that information you got to put, a little packet, that should go to your shooters. And I wanted to do that, but I was running late. Um, things got signed super late at that time, so I just kind of told everybody verbally. And so that's something that I, that I should have done, and I was like, no, nah, we could we could kind of get away with this. These guys are experts. They weren't. So that's that's a big one. So S- SOP, Standard Operating Procedures, you can create um, a document. In fact, I will post uh, a link where they have templates that will help you create that. Um, you also want to create style guides if you're looking for marketing, right? You want to go to Fiverr um, or you can hit up my boy Parker to create a style guide for your brand so that marketing companies, every aspect of companies that or people that work with you needs to operate the way you operate, right? And you can pass that advice on um, with a document that you can create before time this is why you don't want to shoot everything for everybody within your niche. You can create these, these items to hand off to people who work for you. Um, so you want to have um, a style guide. You want to have your color palette. You want to have your SOPs. Um, these are systems and processes and make things a lot easier. Plus, you have the ability to hold people accountable if they don't follow them. Bro, we're going to have a pay issue if I hired you to do something. You didn't do it. There's no way to penalize your second shooter. How do you penalize your second shooter if they don't do it right? Not hire him again? Well, guess what? It may cost you money. If I got to give a client a discount, I'm not eating it because you didn't follow the SOP. You eating it because you didn't do your job. Exactly. And I went through exactly that. We just said, I went through that. And I said, I could, quote, unquote, find a way to penalize this, but... How could I when he didn't have this document to say? And I, right. and I, and I, and I said, that's on me. Yeah. I, I need to be clear. I need to be a project manager. 
and I sh- and uh, assuming definitely made an ass out of myself. So let's go ahead and and uh, I talked to them though. I called them. Uh, um, they were there's three guys or together. I called them. I uh, called the main guy and um, I let him know. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna let you know before I pay you and get your final invoice processed. Here's a deal. This was going on. This is what happened. I'm not happy about it. I told them they ain't got no details, but I'm told them I'm in hot water. Um, this is what's going on. I know we discussed it. I know I, I, I whatever I said, I said it to all y'all at the same time. Photo guys did their job. Y'all did it. It's one small thing and ended up being a really big deal. What happened? Oh, I don't know this. I don't know that." Uh, uh, and I said, Hey, let me ask you, you never know is, are the shot, uh, are their files missing? I can see them numbered properly. So I know I got all the data. What, what gives? Oh, wait, let me check it out and I'll download it. And, you know, let you know, I haven't heard anything. So, you know, I walked them through it. I told them this is what's going on. Um, and they try, they try to kind of get back to me and say, yeah, we didn't know what to film. And I said, but you got to film something, right? I said, go cover this event. And when I came back, you were there It's an hour event. You come back with, with 10 shots. Why ten shots of garbage, and why they're not fifty shots? You know, like you got what, were you, what was going on? Uh, so you cut, you cutting early. I had asked you, y'all are good, and I, the answer was yes, and I found out the answer is no. So I'll pay you, no problem. We're gonna get this done in which process, but let you know that we gotta we gotta take care of this in the future. And then for me, that might mean not hiring them again, hiring them again. Uh, it was an expensive lesson. Uh, it's something that I for sure can smooth out, and I'm thankful that that is. I don't think it's gonna be a major problem, but just another thing we gotta learn. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up because I had in my notes a while back, I had had an idea to create a, a, a template, a, a SOP template, um, and maybe a course to go with it to show you how to create it for your business. Um, a point of contact template, which we do um, where something happened, who to call. If I'm not around, if I break an ankle, can y'all still finish the shoot? Who's the contact? Who do you call? Um and even I, I get emergency contacts for people I work with because if something happened to them, who am I calling? Am I calling your wife, your mama? What, you know, what happened? I've had a situation where some stuff happened and we couldn't find one of the members on my team. And, you know, they ducked off and dipped. And I'm not mad at them because it was that type of situation. But I, I, I couldn't reach them. Um, and just other things like file structures when it comes to editing and sharing projects. So those are things on the back end that's not usually talked about or, or you know, pretty that I will, um, I will move to the top of the list to create, to create content for. Um, the, the, the name, the software is uh, Opus, I keep, is Opus Pro? Here, I'll post a link again. I'll post a link. And when you guys get on, look, so I'm going to tell you, I'm about to put you up on the game that I'm doing. When you get on, you can try it. You can buy time. If you refer it to people, you get 10 minutes of editing time. So there you go. If you like it, it worked for you. Refer your friends. Everybody who signed up for it, you get 10 minutes of editing time. So it helps everybody help everybody. So there you go. And it's free to start. I think you get like an hour or something your first. You can't, this thing, um, you can't change certain stuff until you buy time. Like you can't add your, you can't, it's weird cause it's an account, but it's not, but you can't add like your own uh, logo or overlay or stuff like that. But just something to, just something to think about. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna start looking into those uh, templates, those, um, you know, those uh, systems and processes for different job types and, and think about it, listen, when it, when it comes to being successful and doing this, this is why I go back to niche, right? 
niche. We create one type of content for this type of client. You need one of these for everything. Call sheets, yep. You need one of these for everything. So you don't want to, you know, shoot from the side of the hip for everything. You need to have your systems and processes together. Very important. That was a good L, though. I'm, uh, those are the type of L's. Bring them L's to the table because we all for can sure. learn from them. For sure. And I want to say that call sheet I put in the – so those – we don't – hadn't seen it. Uh, I put a link to a call sheet generator in the chat. And it's something simple where it helps you out too. Like you organize yourself. Everyone should see this. So what I did was um, I can't show it, um, but I have the call sheet with like the nearest hospital, the time of day, the weather, where to park, um, information, who to call, like who to call period, my phone number, everybody's phone number on the team. Um, and uh, it has, it lets you even put in a Google maps address. Oh, perfect. Thanks, man. Pull it up. Yeah. So on the left, you got that Google Maps address. You put the address. It'll it'll pull up the actual picture there. And you can zoom in. You, I think you scroll. Uh, you can get like a zoom in and zoom out on the on the maps. And so um, I had a situation. Yeah, there you go. So one thing I, I had a situation where it's like, hey, we're going to park at the parking lot across the street from the venue. So I, I moved it and zoomed out exactly where we can see parking lot and then the name of the place. Um, so you could do that. Uh, on the right, you had notes. I put like a parking note. You could put the time. You could put your logo. Uh, oh, the logo. Um, some stuff may or may not be like super useful. So that bottom section where it says scene, set, and description character, this is more for like films and all that stuff. But I changed it to like uh, the first The first one is times. The second place is location. The third one is roles and function. Uh, I mean, I think blank, blank. And the last one is location and notes. So I put, hey, from nine to 10, we're going to be at this... <laughs> <laughs> just looking, I'm looking at my thing. I come back and I four thirty. <laughs> hey man, that's an early the early bird gets the worm at that time. You know what I'm saying? That's an early worm. Uh, so that's a real early worm. Real early worm. Uh, uh, for sure. So I have it like uh, set up so that way everybody's clear. Like if something were to happen, you can't see me. I'm in the bathroom. You can't find me. Whatever it is, um, uh, you know, you may have to wear only particular things. Uh, you know, whatever it is, you can see this at one shot and see okay, Carl's isn't here or somebody's not here, I know exactly where to be. All the addresses, like if something, if I was gone, disappeared because the client, I'm in a meeting, you can refer to this. And what we would do is send it every single day. So it's a three-day shoot the day before, email it out and say, here you go. Hey, everybody, here's tomorrow's <laughs> tomorrow's uh, uh, production. Check this out. <laughs> uh, check this out and, uh, and you got everything. And then uh, below that, I had some uh, for some other notes. So, for example, I had like uh, wardrobe. So, if you scroll down a little bit, I think it's like I think it says cast or something in the bottom. Um, whatever it says, I put like notes. Uh, so it's production notes. So the left one, I put wardrobe, like shirt, pants, this and that, yada yada. Uh, another right side, I put like arrival notes. Hey, we all come in together. You don't come in separately unless unless you're approved to do so. Text people when you're here, like all that type of stuff. Um, and at the very end, uh, <laughs> at the very at the very bottom, you can add in all the roles, man. Um, this is too funny, man. Um, you can add in all of this. <laughs> I'm just trying to mess you up while you talk. <laughs> last one, man. Last one. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine getting that on a call sheet. You're like, I'm just like, what? <laughs> hey, that's a party, man. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that's a party. So that bottom one, you got everybody's position. So uh, position, <clears throat> roles, titles, 
let me think, let me be careful with that word position. Uh, roles and titles. <laughs> Go ahead, carry on, carry on. I'm just, I'm yeah, just, bro, I'm just we working got t- them through. You know, through. we got titles, uh, names, phone numbers, emails, and the call time. So this is so useful if you're in films. You see these a ton of times. Uh, <laughs> all kinds of films, uh, guaranteed. You see these. But for our sake here, or any kind of projects that you may do, commercials, events, uh, a podcast, like whatever it is that you're working on, this is so good. This is so good, and it's really, really helpful. Keeps you organized, keeps everybody informed. And they send them all out. You can uh, either BCC, so no one sees each other's email, or you say, hey, here's everybody's email. Um, so if everybody wants to know, we have transitioned from accountability to <laughs> after hours. The opinions and views that are currently being seen in red are not that of flesh. I, dis- I disagree with that statement. I disagree with that statement because <laughs> Flash from Academy is writing that right now. <laughs> I was going to say Flash from Academy is... Uh... The views and experience. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so we won't be sharing the screen with Carlos anymore. Uh, that's all him. Um, so yeah. <laughs> But it's nice to know that he likes to, you know, leave a paper trail of the things he's into. Um, as we said, join at the right time. It's like this every week. Um, but yeah, that's dope. Uh, that's dope. Is, what is, is Victor taking pictures of the picture? Oh, I'm glad I pulled that off the screen. But uh, yeah, so I agree with you. Uh, paper trail is everything. And let me tell you, I like those. I like those because uh, in the case of emergency, we have a meetup spot. Um, so yeah, point of contact. I like, I, I, it's all about CYA. When you work with people a lot, they know what's up. New people, you really need to get this information and share it with and get them on the right page. No, I was setting up my, my multicam. Oh, okay. Are you, are you yeah. double switching over there? What you got the, uh, YOLO box? Or you just uh, got two? Uh, uh, ATM, ATM mini, mini okay. pro ISO. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, got that with some with some some cheap camcorders I found on Facebook Marketplace for like you know, $150 each. Oh, so it's showing all it's showing all your business. We know uh you an autofocus, we know what you yeah, you got to get a clean feed. how many minutes you got left on your card, brother. You got to uh It's giving you a location. Oh, I'm not I'm, I'm not worried about I just had to see if I could even get it set up. So you got your credit card cool. number on the screen. You got the it's infrared Nikki camera. Social right there. Any of y'all had a, spine, like any of y'all had a Sony's back in the day with the night vision that go through clothes. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. They had this <laughs> night vision back in the day. It was bad. It go through clothes. I don't know if y'all remember that, but I, I do. You do. Okay. Okay. This is like back, like in two thousand seven, eight, something yeah, around there. Yeah. Yes, they I had to recall this. the Sony's or stop yes. doing the night vision because it was an infrared and it'll go right through your clothes. Yep. True story. I still got one. Um, so yeah, let's uh <laughs> keep it in the closet. I'm not I will pull it out one day. It's an old high eight camcorder with the night vision on it. But let's not. That's how girls going wild. Right here. They made their money. That's a business. Oh, true. Yes. So like we were saying, um, was it the handheld camera? It was. Paperwork for systems and processes is huge. Something that we should be implementing into our business to stay. Uh, you know, to, especially when you're working with, my thing is this, right? Um, the great thing about the army is the army was so structured that they taught a system that was, how can I put it? They, they taught you on a system that was easily relatable so they can pluck you out of the, out of the 
a unit, give you directions, and you can do it. Like everybody's stuff was the same. When I was a medic for a short time, we they taught us how to pack our bags. So if something happened, let's say I go down and another medic need to save me, they know exactly where the things they're looking for is. So every medic bag is packed exactly alike. And it allow you to move a lot smoother um, when dealing with things. Every single part of the army is like that. If you, you know, if you're a mechanic in Fort Bragg, when you go to Fort Campbell, the stuff is in the same place. Like everything was built like that and allow you to be more efficient. I'm not sure I can uh, leave y'all with that, but, but that, you know, it was, it was uh, real important. Real important. So it's kind of like that as you create your systems and processes and you're working with new people or people in general, you want to have your paperwork together to present them with things. Call time. I'm going to tell you why I like call sheets, right? Because a lot of people on my call sheet, I would instruct people to Google the location before the morning so they know how long it takes them to get there and add 20 minutes to it for, for traffic. So, I, you know... It, it, it wouldn't be any issue. Because you get people like, oh, I Googled it last night and it was 15 minutes, but since we got to meet during rush hour, it's it's 50 minutes. I'm going to be late. That I told you to do that. So, you know, you need to have a way to, just like I talk about pricing, when you take stuff off the price and, and remove an item, when you're working with people, everybody ain't pumped and happy to be a part of, to work. You know, some people are, they don't have it. And you got to find ways to uh, motivate people um, and incentivize people to be to do their damn job sometimes. And sometimes you meet people that's like, you, you don't want to mess a job up because you hired the wrong person, right? I, I am big on, I don't say docking people, but if you late, I'm not going to pay you on time. I'm not going to pay you the whole thing. You didn't, you didn't come through like I needed you to come through. If you do something wrong, you show up, your shirt wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I like to provide equipment. Um, just cause so I know everything's charged, ready to go. I sometimes I let people use their equipment if they're familiar with it, but my fear is, oh, my SD card, I, I forgot to dump it. I'm, I got time for that. I like to go through it. And then look, I create lists based off job types to determine not only what equipment I need, but what I need to do to get that equipment ready. So this is something where in the future, let's say you do headshots, right? I got a list of equipment I need. So I, I don't, that prevented me from leaving stuff and leaving SD cards. I got a, a, an equipment list that I go through and say, okay, X drop background, got it. Four light stands, got it. 280, 200s and the 8600, got it. Batteries need to be charged, got it. So I know what I'm bringing per shoot. It makes life a lot easier and you don't have, you won't mess stuff up because trust me, you you can blow some bread not having a packing list together. Do you is there a software or a website that has that? Or you have to just hand create it? I just hand created it. Yeah. Unfortunately there's no path for us out here. Yeah. And laminate it if you can. Laminate it. That too. You can wipe it off. I so I always have my iPad That's with me. My yep. iPad gives me a digital version. It makes me look sophisticated. If you don't have an iPad, look, I'm gonna show you how to beat the system. Get a clipboard and print you out forms with your logo on them. It makes you look real sophisticated. Now, some I do iPad, but in the beginning, I didn't. I did clipboard because it made you look more professional. I don't do phones. Let me tell you why. Because it makes you look lazy. <laughs> you look lazy. You look like you're on your phone on TikTok. 
mm-hmm. e- even though you know you're not, subconsciously it make you look. And I'm gonna tell you also, as your as your projects start to grow, I bring an assistant to deal with all of that. They have a copy of the script. Their job is to make sure that the person I'm filming go over the script and say things correctly because I'm filming. I'm worried about composition, audio levels. I got an audio guy. I'm do- I don't have time to make sure they say what they're supposed to say. It can be done, mm-hmm. but why? The cl- pass that cost on to the client. Bring you an assistant. That, that assistant also helps with um, continuity. They, that assistant also helps look at a monitor and make sure that nothing's in the background or... You know, I got headphones on. I'm listening to the audio and it sound a little funny, but that assistant don't have headphones and they're like, hey, we got to kill his fans that just came on. And I'm like, that's what that is. You know what I'm saying? So so don't be afraid to bring you an assistant. Now, if you got it like that, your assistant could be your girlfriend, ladies, your boyfriend, whatever, your partner. They want to come with you. They want to be a part of it. That's your assistant. If you have teenage kids, it's a good way for them to make money to start getting into the business and looking around and being on set and with you. Write it off. And you definitely write it off. Yep. So so these are things where as projects grow, you don't want to get there. Like I had a client, one time we shot some stuff and it was a Coca-Cola bottle in the background. Even though the background was shallow depth of field, it was blurry, you would have to have been there to know that that was a Coke bottle. The client was pissed. And I'm like, I should have seen it. But I had so much to work worry about because I'm doing everything. Hand those jobs off, but pass that cost on to the client. They'll pay it. And then when you work it into your base rate, hey, we don't. that's why I say for us to do certain things, it's a three-person minimum. My base rate is a three-person base rate minimum. It ain't nothing to talk about. If you want this done, when I say it start at this price, that's what I mean. That base rate of three people plus one hour, that's where it starts at. So, because if you want us to come out and capture two angles with audio of you waving and saying hi, we need two cameras, an assistant, and an audio guy. That's four people. The base rate is four people plus one hour. And that's that. So, um, these are things that you're going to learn. I'd much rather you learn them here than learn them the hard way. So, that's why I love, I love lessons more than I love wins. Because lessons help us grow. Wins do too, but wins motivate us. Lessons help us grow. So forms are everything. I know Nathan was up next, bro. It's on you. You, you, my, you my closer tonight. Cool, cool. Um, making sure that, okay, I think I'm good. Um, <laughs> just transitioned to getting the kids home. So I was made it just in time off the phone. Um, so I had a... a uh, one like potential win that's on the horizon I find out tomorrow um and then another that's like I'm trying to not get too excited about it but it seems like it's going to be a really big win for the company um so the the potential tomorrow I should find out I believe we're going to be doing a live stream for um for Carhartt on uh, Monday so the thing is it's like insane turnaround like i find out tomorrow if i'm booking a flight sunday to set up live stream monday and it's like very last minute but it's for their executive team um we're doing basically like their partner vendor that handles all their booths and like trade show layouts for the year 
just finished their newest layout and design for Carhartt. And so we're streaming to the executive team like a, a roaming camera with with a presenter like explaining what, what they're seeing as we're walking through. So it's real basic, like one static camera for the for the um like the designers and their team, but at times going into a pip showing like a walkthrough while the designers explaining what the executives are looking at sort of a thing. Um, so, yeah, so that, I mean, it would be a great label to be able to do uh, just the client list and a good relationship build for, um, for this on like a short notice to make it happen. So uh, there is, this is a random ask that I got and I don't know if anyone is, run into this but i'm being asked if i can give like a uh like a little bug in their ear to basically let them hear the zoom call or the team's call in-ear um, monitor so that, yeah kind of like an in-ear monitor um that is, but have it connected to teams not like to what my board is putting out but have it connected to teams um that this person can go around and like if there's a question from the executive team, you know, they'll hear it in the, in their in-ear monitor and can like respond to it in real time. Mm -hmm. hmm. I don't think I've run across, I've run across clients that wanted to see what we're doing, but I've never had a two-way, um, had a client that wanted a, a two-way communication other than the head, like the, the director. Let um, me try to understand this. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Ty. You got an idea? No, no. I'm just. No, I'm. I'm. I'm in the same boat. I'm. I'm just want to make sure they. So they want to oh, talk like to I'm, each individual tail. team that you have, or, or give me a little more on that. You're on mute. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um. So, I, basically, there's an executive panel, and sorry, I got a baby in the background, but there's an executive panel that is watching this stream potentially their entire executive team it may just be one or two of them i'm not sure yet okay but they're going to uh be watching this stream while the vendor that created this booth they are basically being followed by a gimbal uh like a wireless camera on a gimbal that i'm feeding via like the atem uh webcam uh plug-in so yeah so they're doing that into teams and the reason we're doing that versus like a, a stream key is because they want it to be like zero delay and i feel like that's mm. the best way to reduce latency is to like not have the board be handling the uh the the cash you know for like the delay with that uh, if it's just straight in as a webcam it should be pretty close. Like it's just zoom delay then at that point, not like uh, a stream delay. So, um, so that's the solve for that. But yeah, they want like, this guy's going to go and here's this section here. We're going to have this, whatever he's explaining. But if the executives are like, Hey, that part right there, can we go back to that? So can you kind of show this a little bit more? It's almost like a live demonstration, but instead of them being in the room, the gimbal is, is the person in the room, you know, and they're wanting to have a potentially have a dialogue with, but on, on the, the technical people. side. So it's two way, it's two way. They want to only hear the zoom audio, but they need to be able to hear themselves. So they can't be mixed minus. Right. 
Well, so I I don't know that they need to hear themselves if it's just like one in ear monitor. Like my my thought was to just they have just like need to hear the I was zoom. my my thing right. Was they to just need to hear them, the zoom. Yeah, to have them log in from their phone to the zoom with an earbud. Yeah. And then the executives are on the other end watching this, watching the camera feed of the Zoom, and then have them talk. So that's what that's what I kind of proposed as a workaround because I was like, for I don't have in ear monitors. Normally, I would rent them, but I don't even know if I can get them. You know, it's, it's before the weekend. It's are you like gonna have pretty a lap- iffy. You if know, you, if you have a laptop or iPad, get a Bluetooth device, mm-hmm. and then have them. Let's say yeah. you got a headset to that Bluetooth device. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, like, maybe we, I still love them and, like, I'm not using the AirPod audio. So, I get cleaner audio oh, for yeah, them yeah, talking. Definitely. Yeah. But just, like, mute the phone or mute whatever device is on the AirPod and they just leave one in. So then they can still hear themselves when they're talking. They can still hear the room if, like, we need to, hey, you're on, like, we muted you. Uh, go ahead and pivot here next. Or, like, if they in real time need to, like, have a call so, out, uh, we can do that. We did this on this previous live stream. Um, and the way we did it, so we actually let them use a laptop and Carlos knows this, but I don't know if he's still in the room, but we let them use a laptop of their own choosing, enter the zoom room, mute themselves. And then they were listening on a low volume. And my sound guy just, um, he included the echo from their laptop in the room that he deleted. So when I told him lose the room, I told him basically what I told my sound guy was like, lose the room and any echoes. Even if it's at the expense of sound quality, I don't care. Just lose the room and any echo, because any little echo is going to send that, send you into that like horrible echo, fade to black, like Ty just, like Ty just did. You fade to black real quick. It's <laughs> um, so that worked for us. Uh, the one downside yeah. to that was that like my audio guy was like this the whole time. He was like, right, was- right, and that's like unfortunately because of. Like, like there's not there's not room for that. This has to be like really lean in terms of in terms of a solve. So they're yeah, that like they're definitely not gonna be able to ride it. That's why I was thinking like if it's uh if it's uh just an AirPod with connected to the call, there may be like that slight zoom delay, but they're okay with that. It's like it's the stream like twenty second delay that they're not like we yeah, can't need, have that. My question is headphones do they have to have an audio connection can they type it can we do text yeah chat's better that way you can have That's an a ipad good question. with it popping up and a presenter can read the question and say okay you can even feed the chat out of an hdmi splitter from a mm-hmm. uh what do you call it from a laptop yep. and then feed the chat full screen into a uh teleprompter like projector, teleprompter uh, just right. up near the set, whatever you've got, you know what I mean? Whatever you have yeah. screen wise for them to view, you could feed it up to and uh, even feed it through like an Axun or a Hollyland. And then you could wirelessly jump it all the way up again, delay, but they can just wait a couple minutes after each section. Like any questions, we'll give you 30 seconds to mm-hmm. ask any questions. And then they wait an actual minute or two. And then they're like, okay, no questions moving on. Yeah, um, right. I, I like that idea. I, and during the presentation, I would, I would request questions up front and then leave a section per booth to answer them. Yeah, and so that was what we ended up doing with that live stream is we ended up taking questions via chat and we changed it 20 minutes before showtime 
because we were going back and forth with the client and they're just like, dude, what are we going to do to control people saying something we don't want on the recording? And I'm like, you don't, you use the chat. And they're like, okay, done. We'll do the chat. We'll do the chat. Let us go back and call and get it approved. And it's like, okay. And they did. So that's what I would do. And like, I would usually have a, like, I would usually have a host that's, that's on camera or separate to go through it, to read the questions. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, the question sounds, came I, in. It's blah blah blah. I want to know? Can we X, Y, and Z? And then we go you back can make to one it. of their people do that too. Yeah. In our case, we right? I was kind of gonna say I can probably push it off onto them because uh, they've got a whole team. I think the only thing I, I'll definitely pitch it to them because that would be a lot easier of a of a solve. I think it, by the sound of it, like they're used to like a dialogue with some of these executives, like just off the cuff, like more. It doesn't seem like they like they want the quality to be high in the sense that like they want to really show off their um, their booth that they've created or like their design from this to creation. But it doesn't necessarily sound like it. It's like a lot of people where it's a traditional live where it, it needs to be like very like formal like that. I think they 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 made it sound like they want the executives to be able to be like, oh what about that? And like just like I give you in a, real time be able to say some of that. I give you Good, a poor fast, man's cheap, poor one. man's solution that I've I, it just dawned on me. A poor man's solution I've used before. Okay. Whatever device get them in a Zoom call on whatever device, iPad or computer. Get a live mic set up and reverse it. The output on the iPad or computer will go into the transmitter. The receiver will go into your earbud. So whatever okay. they say, you can still have this instant fast. And it's, it's so, because it's a wireless microphone or line in, as long as the wireless lab system mm -hmm. take a line in, they, always can, they can always listen to what's on that computer. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because we've used them before as like camera hops from like an audio, an audio guy. Thank you, Ty. Yeah, because I, I remember <laughs> I got four lobs. I've got four yeah. lobs. I only need to use one on the present presenter. That's the only lob I'm using. So I could even have like the gimbal operator can be listening in. So he's like aware of movements. The presenter can listen in and then like the director now or something like that. The high end um, and Carlos will tell you is the Hollyland set. There's a Hollyland set that's two way communication that you can patch into a Zoom call as well. Um, but okay. with the time, yeah, frame you can being, do that with yep. the pro with the pro version. Yep. Of the can you do that with the the C one the C, like the Dude, the, the solid column C one, but it's yes. the pro. Yeah, you, is it like, with the base station? The, the one with well, the base station. You can right? buy any of the solid com C ones. You just have to buy the base station. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I have a four set of the solid com, like the. The one that doesn't need the base station, whatever the newest one they came out with, like yeah. the C one pros or whatever. The base station is just but, add on. Um, yeah, that was the other thing is I was like, I was like, well, I can probably do like a headset type thing like that. And they were like, oh, no, we want it to be like and like something yeah, yeah, small, yeah. you yeah. know, so I, I'll probably have to get like some IEMs. What to they just... want is called an earwig. Yeah. Like, I right. yeah, that. that's what Those they want. White ones, that's what they're called. You can Google like earwig, uh, what do you call it? earwig headphone yeah. and uh, IFB. There you go. There you go, Carl. Yeah, IFB. Yeah. yeah. Tape it to the side. Are there IFBs that'll that'll be Carlos, able to you're, go? You're quiet. Test test one two one two. Yeah, there oh, you go. You. Then you oh. muted. There you now? go. Yeah. Now works. Yep, you're good. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Can you do IFBs like from a line out into a into an IF? Because I've seen the IFBs that are like into a 
like a com, like a radio unit. But do they also sell them like just for like a line out? Yep, they do. Because that I could. Okay. Because you can get one for your cell phone. You can get one for anything. Okay, yeah. true, true. Yeah. That's what they do on. Just look for it with like a 3.5 millimeter. Yep. On sports, they do exactly that. They have a, you look at them, sometimes they're just, I kid you not, they're just AirPods. Sometimes it's just AirPods. Yeah. And sometimes they have this, uh, it goes right. to their phone. Yeah. But that would yeah, make sense cheap, for, because like then I could just pair one transmitter up and have all the receivers on the same signal and just let them daisy, like hop off of that together. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. That's a, that was, because they were asking me and I was like, these guys always throw me curveballs and, uh, Anytime they hire me, they throw me a curveball. But um, so that's like, I'm pretty sure they're going to green light it. They sound motivated. It's just waiting for confirmation. Um, and then the, the the other one that I was going to talk about. Um, so there's a, oh, okay, sweet. Perfect. Well, I think that, so that's, that's just, a, just something close. It's just the earpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just a, uh, Basically, if I look up IFB or, or like 3.5, yeah, yeah, it's times up. Your piece, I'll be able to find something. Yep. Sweet. Um, out of the blue, one of my former bosses from like a decade ago reached out. We're still like connected on social media, but he was like, Hey, how you doing? I'm looking for someone to do some freelance video editing. Would you be interested in doing some? And uh, I mean, I do a little freelance editing still but i'm trying to move away from being the doer as much as i can so um i basically was like well you know i could possibly help you out what you know what's your specific need and he explained that so he works for this mortgage company now they're like one of the east coast largest lenders and he's got a backlog of content because he's worked with a few freelancers but their availability is real iffy and he's got videos from back in February that he shot that are still like not edited, not being touched. Mm. So he's looking for someone to help him through the backlog, but then also like a long-term partnership because he's still going out like two or three videos a week to various branches and loan officer spotlights and all kinds of stuff like that. So um, I, I really didn't know that I wanted to work with him because I didn't love my experience working with him. But I threw out like, well, you know, like a hundred bucks an hour and I can get, I have editors that I can, yep, so you know, I take can. care of this for you. I said, I, I, I don't do as much of it anymore, but you know, my, my agency, we can take care of it for you. Um, and he was like, well, I got to talk. I got to make sure I can get approval. Cause that's more than we pay our other freelancers, yada, yada, yada. And like a day later, I, I told him like, basically I can activate like, 80 working hours at least like 80 billable hours right now for you if if you want um and so then he was like i think he molded over for all of half a day and realized like he needs something like that to get out of the hole he's in um so said yes and i've been already kind of in talks with a couple people that are like at the junior level and this stuff is easy like single camera talking head They've already got all the B-roll, just slap it. It's like radio edits and then slap in some B-roll on top and it's done. Like real cut and dry. Um, but I've got a couple junior editors that are, one of them's at 25 an hour and one's at 30 an hour. And they're like, 
give me all the hours you can. So I'm gonna tell you, um, like I'm, I'm on track. Something else. I'll yeah. do something like Video Husky for that. Video Husky. Yep. Video Husky editing machine. A lot of those unlimited editing companies. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. You get some good editors. Um, and one price thirteen hundred a month, twelve hundred a month, something like that. If you okay. want a faster yeah. turnaround, I would, I would, I would highly consider it. I've used, I use quite a few. I use Editing Machine. They were great. That Video Husky has crazy turnaround offers. Like they can move fast on a lot of work too. They're pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so with situations like yeah. that, we we can definitely do it. I'm not saying I'm touching it, but we can definitely do right. it for you. Right. You know? Yep. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, no, that's good. I uh, I will look into those for sure. Because yeah. the thing is, like, even with the even with the editors, though, I was like looking like, okay, I'm on track for like 60 billable hours this week. It really was hardly any work on my part, and uh, you know, I don't I don't have a math on that, but it was like a easy like extra five to eight thousand dollars for the business just to manage these these edits uh, I'm gonna be honest with you I would look at one of them and I I personally what I've been doing lately is not charging by the hour um but promising a certain amount of videos per week for a price Mm -hmm. so we can do two of these a week at this price you know because it takes x amount of time you know I kind of like to present it like that It's, it's made more sense for clients yeah yeah he comes from like a very because I asked him, like, how do you normally build these? And he said, like, they specifically asked for straight hourly. And I was like, I mean, if that's if that's what you want, then I can do that. I, I usually do more project-based as well. But they were kind of saying, like, well, what's an hourly rate for this? And I kept trying to steer them toward, you know, more of a project-based thing. But, um yeah, I I think I'll I'll probably I'm I think I want to like kind of establish a relationship a little bit more because like he was like yeah I'll throw you a couple videos and you know we'll get you guys going and then literally the next day he assigned us fifteen videos um to I mean, to get done and they're fairly easy but it's still a lot of editing it still work I'm gonna be honest with you like I don't even that stuff is not even up for debate with me <laughs> this this is how we operate. You can choose from one of these three plans and we can move forward. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And you kind of have to be that way because they'll push and pull you in certain directions and try to find loopholes and question, how did it take you three hours to do that? I, my friend did it in two. Yeah, listen, I'm not, we're not going down that path. This is what we charge. Right. For, you know, we'll give you two videos a week. We, you know, blah, 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 however you want to do it. And, and I, don't, I don't remain flexible with a client on how we bill, if that makes sense. Only because mm-hmm. people, you know, people are people. They're going to try to, you know, they're going to try to squeeze you. Um, and to eliminate that, this is how we do business. You know, when you go to, when you go to Walmart, you got to pick it up, put it in the cart, stand in line, pay for it, bag it, and leave. You're not going to do those steps in whatever order you want to do it in. You know what I'm saying? So, right, so, so right. It, it, it pays to be real stern um in in that area um sometimes yeah and i think so like i the reason i was a little conflicted too is like if it's like a not a b to c but like if it's like a 
working with a realtor or working with a literally like he's a he's a so he's like the videographer like he's in the marketing department um and comes from that like freelance so i think for him his mind is working in that like hourly rate to where i mean that's honestly where my mind works more so i have a i have a hard time doing project based like how much to bill for this video because some they may say like you know, one round of revisions. Oh, it's great. But then I've also run into multiple rounds of revisions and all you know, that, it, it just, all that just needs to be in the contract. You, yeah. You, yeah. If you don't, if you don't lay it out, the structure out, people are going to do what they want to do. You got to lay the structure out. Hey, this is what it is. This is what it costs. This is what revisions. If you present them with that, these are the rules that we, play. that's the good thing about being in business is you get to choose the rules that we play by. Here are those mm-hmm. rules. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Hourly is freelance. That's how y'all do it over there. Cool. Over here, this is how we do it. And, and sometimes you got to be, you know, you got to be okay with. If people don't want to work within your rules, okay, have a nice day, or pay extra. Ever since I started uh, adopting what Ty does for revisions. It's, it's made my life so much easier. I never thought about it that way, the way he does his revisions. And clients are like, oh, yes, makes complete sense. Like, we're not going to go on to coloring until we get the, the, sh- the shot selection done right or whatever. And I have a whole page dedicated just to that, explaining how it works. And so, uh, yeah. Great. So, like, we we do, like, a rate, I, I guess, to because I, I don't know if we're, like, too far off. We'll do, like, a radio edit where, like, there's no B-roll, there's no nothing. Make sure, like, the 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 talking points at least for these guys because they like before we even get to b-roll before we get to cutting and coloring like they need to run it by uh compliance make sure that like legally everything they're saying is good and then from there if they're like yep those points are all good or remove this section from this section once compliance gives the green light then we can even go into like just the creative edit like either doing a punch you know, a punch in to hide a cut, lay in B-roll, music bed. But they want to see, like, a video with, like, no music bed, no color, no yeah. any dressing up, just all the talking points so that they can, like, clear it with with uh, compliance. And then from there, we get to do a creative edit. Um, part of the – also part of the reason, like, because I'm not – like, we're not doing any of the shooting. We're not doing any of the pre-pro – we're, and their file structure is really bad where I'm like, I'll let my editors take two hours to figure out your file structure. But like, I get nervous saying it like just for this video because it's laid out pretty terribly. Whereas, you know, if, if my guys can make sense of it, it just may take them three hours and they're going to bill you three hours. You know, that's, that's like, you know, whatever it ends up being $180 for the business, just to let these guys figure out your, your terrible file system. And then, um, you know, and then going through the edit, I think it may be something I have to revise if there's like pushback on the hours, but, um, you know, they're, they're like, it sounds like as long as it's under like a hundred billable hours a week, um, they're, they're cool with that. And that's like, I mean, that's, is it a time quite a bit of profit or, or, or a dollar issue? Is it like, 
Because if it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a dollar issue because, I mean, like, it, so if I do, if I do, like, 80 billable hours, right, that's, like, $7,200 a week. Okay. Um, and then the, it, it's mainly a time thing. Yeah. There's one videographer, there's one, like, director of marketing, and that's, like, that's it. There's, they're very small, um, very small department, and they've thought about scaling, but they they keep like having a hard time finding someone that like can be consistent so they've relied on freelancers but their problem with freelancers is they can get flaky or like their availability changes and then that's how they've gotten to this hole of not having content so i said like listen yes you're working with freelancers but you're working with like a half dozen freelancers if you're working with me so like one of them might not be available but this one may and i can like past projects around based on availability to where we're basically like a mini post house then at that point. But, and, and I'm going to be honest, um, the way I, I'm, that's the only way I'm presenting it. I'm not even presenting. I'm not even putting all that in the head. I'm just, you know, we're a team. We'll get it done. That's the value of working with us is we're a team. We're going to get it done. I'm not even going to go into detail on how it's going to get done. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm outsourcing it to, for sure to 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 a video right company. yeah because like they have the, they have like i think they use Basecamp or something like that for like file yeah. or project management yeah. and they're not even organized even with that so i just he were he was like well do you want me to put like all your editors on as individual users i said no like just assign it to my company yeah. and we'll take it from there and um hey, hey, and that's a question. kind of how yeah let me ask you a question and i'll ask you a question i'll say to a couple of things and then i have to bounce the question I was going to ask you is, does it, the, do the hours matter? Like what, what, what about the billable hours is important to this? Cause like, and I ask you this because yes, I know you got to pay people. Right. But when, with hours, you're limited to hours. Like, okay. What if you, what if you don't use 80 hours, you know, versus or like, or you, you spend a hundred, like kind of what Ty talks about is like, uh, and Ty stop from wrong, man. But like, let's say for example, that you're, you're, person you're working with or your contractors $50 an hour, you should be charging 150 bucks an hour, triple that. And that covers their time. If you mess up, if they mess up. And so the client from the get-go is like $150 an hour. And you're like, yeah, but you get this, this, and this. And then when you go over, it doesn't impact your budget that much because maybe you messed up or your contractor messed up and they're covered in that whole thing. So whatever time that is, buy three. Um, that's the first thing I was going to say. And that way everybody's covered and the client is like, cool. Now you're probably thinking, man, the client's going to jostle me around with like 2000 edits, you know, cause I keep our revisions. And I thought about that too. What if you have two rounds of revisions? The first one is a radio cut and the second one is graphics, but they never get out of the radio cut. Then that comes into a, a two part thing, which is one, you say, listen, I understand that we got to make these changes, but we're never going to finish in time. Here's our schedule. We have you slated to finish by the first, by this rate, you're going to finish by the the 20th and is does that matter for you oh no i need to get it done asap great we've already taken all these rounds of revisions from you all these notes we've applied them and uh you can say hey you said go a and now you want b what happened to a now you're saying go c what happened so then you, you have to kind of challenge them and say what can we do to to not you know to keep this tight but also you're you're already impacting your your delivery on, on the end and we can't this is already affecting your delivery you're already late because of this so in the proposal right and Ty that said this, and I use this, and everybody tells me they love it. I put a whole calendar. By talking today, and you sign today, in two weeks, you're going to have this. In three weeks, you're going to have that. And I put in there, um, like, deadlines are for to ensure 
prompt delivery. Any deviation can cause this, this to happen. So then I let everybody know you're taking too long. It's going to mess you up. And so that way you got yourself covered money wise and they're, and they're pressured to say, Oh shit, I need to not dilly dally, dally, whatever. And, and, and take, you know, send you 8,000 revisions. Plus, that sense? plus, right. plus that itinerary it, this like one's been stuff together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have right. it all this, is, this has been really weird for me too, because like they don't have deadlines. Like, they're like we just need this done at some point they don't have an expectation of when it should be done it's it's very laid back and so very weird put them on yeah so tell them I, you hey, got we got deadlines we got other clients so we have a we we need we're going to create the structure because we got stuff to do we ain't got time to dilly dally right. with, with your project it ain't paying us a million dollars yeah. a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, so So we're going to set deadlines and sometimes when you go to clients Again, you know, it's about having that upper hand. It's about, you know, being a doctor in the room. You got to set them deadlines and be like, okay, listen, we're going to give you this by this with, because a lot of times some companies are shit shows. I mean, let's just be real. There was, what was that big company that just got busted and they running everything off Excel sheets and it's a billion dollar crypto company. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They found oh, out FTX? like, yeah, like yeah. y'all running stuff yeah. off Excel sheets and y'all. So sometimes you have to, Say, hey, this is what it is. Somebody got some drilling going. Sometimes you got to say, this is what it is. Uh, and then, you know, and then go from there. Unless, hey, if you want to take their time, they could put you on a retainer for $10,000 a month. And like, yeah, we could take our time. I said 10 grand a month. I'll be your best friend. We can go get coffee. We can hang out. Yeah. And yep. then pay for it. We can or whatever, talk on the whatever. Phone and- <laughs> yeah, we can, I'll call you to say goodnight if you want. For Retainer clients <laughs> do be a little bit like that, though. Retainer clients do be like, let me get, let me, uh, Let's let's get coffee and then I need you to tuck me in at night. No, <laughs> Whatever. If, if, that's, if that's the case. But otherwise, I um, I've had clients like that before. They're not sure about times. I'm like, hey, we gotta put you on time. We have a I let them know we we have a slew of uh, team members, we have projects to do, we have other clients. I swear every time somebody calls me, I'm like, I just got the phone with another client. Like it's crazy, and it's not true at all. Remember I tell you, them all the time. You're always Make, busy. You're busy. available. I'm always busy. Value. Yep. Calls how to go. Oh, we just finished a call with a client, or we, we're actually we're shooting right now. Can I call you in about an hour? I, I'm always lying, man. I, I mean, it's like or fabricating the truth. I don't know. Sound important? Sound busy? And it's great. And I would say the same thing. But the the hours thing. I used to be an hourly focused person. But hours don't mean jack because what if you did it faster? Does that mean you got to refund them the sixty hour difference because you faster, or should you get paid more because you did it faster? You solve problems faster. So then at that point, forget the hourly rate. I mean, you factor in your hours for pay people but then you send them a project here's the here's the rate for the project unless when i've done hours is specifically for events so i have an eight hour package and say hey we have to go overtime on something and we're physically all there together versus like hey we're editing stuff for you on the in, in our in our office and you're somewhere else like no mm-hmm. if we're somewhere in an event together or boots on the ground and people are waiting for you you're going to pay the hourly rate plus overages and we just we just did that so mm-hmm. yeah. Damn, somebody snoring? <laughs> Damn, somebody snoring. That's I crazy. thought I heard that. Well, that's the first. <laughs> I'm boring as shit. He's sleeping good. Hey, you know. Damn, Eric, you're sleeping either, good. Either over A, there, bro. I'm boring as shit, or two, uh, B, I'm gonna go uh, get into like audiobooks or something. Like uh, your, your like, voice is so sweet. You should be in that ASMR, bro. Yeah, you gotta do exactly. that ASMR for people to sleep to, dog. Hey, he's deep East Coast. It's like two a.m. there, so I understand. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna mute you, you, Eric. I ain't mad at you, bro. I'm gonna mute you, but that's that's a flash from Academy first. (laughs) 
Hey, they're going to hit with that damn drill again. <laughs> oh, man. So good. But the, but there you go, man. That's what I'm thinking. Um, forget the hours. Yeah, the I, and, and I'm, yeah. I'm definitely open. I'm definitely open to it. It's, it's really tough because, like, they're, like, part of it. So, like, one of the editors, I, it's like a buddy of mine. I'm kind of throwing him a bone and, like, giving him hours sort of a thing. So I'm, like, I'm open to testing that. But... I even asked, like, do you want me to tell you how many hours were on this project versus that project? Like, and he's like, no, just tell me how many hours it was. And so I don't like it's it's honestly weird. Like I'm logging it on my end. So if they ever come back and say, like, hey, you you build us for 60 hours, like what were those hours for? But like they don't even care about delineation of hours based on a project. Yeah. Whatever I put, I'm putting another 50 on there. Yep. Oh, I spent 110 hours. Well, that's the thing. I said, like, I mean, so we charge you 80. What, pat it by 15%. I'm confused. Like, I'll put whatever on it. Oh, we charge you 80, but we spent 110. We actually lost money working with you. Yep. That's what I'm that. telling you. Yep. Right. Okay. Go ahead. And I mean, these guys are these, I mean, they're big up and down, like hundreds of millions of dollars of, uh, of lending every year. So they're like a, a large lender. So I think it is just like, they got money to burn. They're flying this guy all to all their branches to film these, but they have no one to edit it. And as I think, as long as it's not like, here's your invoice for the week and it's 20 K they're like, they're okay. As long as they're getting deliverables on time. So that's where I, it's tough. Cause I'm like, I don't, like they had a freelance system in place. I'm just caught. I'm nervous to like rock the boat by like changing their platform. If I can just like build them an excessive amount of hours, not like blatantly lying about it, but like, but there's you know, a if reason my guys are, there's a reason they're not working with those guys. It may not be cost or flakiness. It may be delivery time and quality. So we're gonna you you got a we're gonna charge you a hundred billable hours, whichever that flat rate is, and we're gonna deliver rain, sleet, or snow this amount of videos at this level of quality. Th there you go. So that way, you know, it seems like they don't have a problem paying the money. It's just that they don't have consistency. I got you. Say less. Right. We, and they lack so and they lack premium, like structure. Our premium billable hours are at a thousand dollars an hour. Right. Now, y'all don't have structure, but we do. And this is what we do. Right. This is all we do. And that's... Here's your price. I think I'm trying to convert it into, like, a retainer over time. Like, get something more reliable and consistent. I'm just trying to initially, like, they assigned us 15 videos. Okay, in, the, like, a week from now, let's knock out those 15 videos. Like, I'll have, like, 100-plus billable hours across these editors, but... Let me show you that, like, it, like where you're solved. You don't have to worry about any ed other editors moving forward. Like, we're your solution. Yes, we charge more than what you paid in the past. But they're fine but with that. Like, they're coming to a company. You don't. Yeah. Right. It's like you don't have to worry about it anymore. The, and that's the and value that's your that solve. the value um, that you bring is consistency. Um, you know, the quality. Um, and you know, delivery days, like we're going to get it there on time. So, I mean, that, that's what you bring. That's what they pay more for. That's the difference between you hiring a crew and hiring a person. Right. And it sounds like they're ready for that next step. Like they're ready to release it and just have someone manage it. So I think that's the goal. It's like, 
let's get through like a month or two of this. Let them see our process, see like, okay, we can trust them with, with all of it. And then once that happens, like, okay, Hey, we've been doing this for a while. It's a lot of, you know, paperwork. Why don't we just get to an agreement? We're pretty consistent with our hours month to month. Why don't we draft a, you know, a contract and, you know, have it, have it a retainer agreement and then we can move forward and we don't have to do these like, you know, dollars and cents quite so granular. We can just focus on more content and less management. So um, that's what I'm hoping to convert it into in time. But um, in right now, it's handsomely, handsomely. Yep. You have to, because then when, yeah. when the day they get annoying and you go, man, motherfuckers, take it. You can go, wait, hold on. I'm charging double or triple what I would normally do. I'm good. Let me just do that. Because I've, I've been there right. too. Yeah. You're like, yeah, this month they're annoying as hell. It's cool though. Money wise makes total sense. Yep. So that's definitely how I will handle it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I think that's, that's a good point because I do want to move it to that. I just, I think right now they're so focused on like, let's get the deliverables because we're so behind that. Like, I don't want to, I'm nervous to complicate it. I'm going to tell you, like, you're going to win that client for life by, pre- by presenting them with more structure than they currently have. Having your stuff together, will, it, this is what they want. They want somebody, they don't, they, they're scatterbrains. They're all over the place. Stepping in and saying, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. All you need to do is pay this and deliver that. And we'll have, like, they, you want to make it easy. Turnkey solution. You're, they're paying you to edit videos, but what they're really paying you for is, structure it's understanding that all they got to do is point you to a folder and and download your file that's what they want to do that makes their life easier so I, i'm gonna right. provide that at a premium it's it's a, you're a luxury item for them provided at a premium yeah. and and you know the more you go in there um pushing your structure the better you look to them if you go in there saying i don't know we're gonna have to figure maybe let me try to nope listen this is what we're gonna do for you X, Y, and Z deliver A, B, and C. We're going, you know, we need the files by this day so we can get it to you and do revisions by that day and deliver by that day. Are you ready? And they're going to say yes or no. But, they, but what they need from you is the consistency. They need, the, they need the same things that people go to McDonald's. Consistency. Is it the same every time? Is it available everywhere? Yep. That's what they need. And I'm going to provide it at a premium. And and they're willing to pay it because yeah they can get it cheaper by one from one guy, but one guy ain't been coming through. One guy ain't been one guy ain't been uh you know bringing it. They need a company that's going to take responsibility for the project management part, not just the editing. So I would offer that. Right, right. I gotta say that that's what I, it's my last like, thing I'm gonna say before I bounce, and that is right that I have clients are production oriented people, and I tell them this is how we're gonna do it, and they're like, okay, how are you gonna do it? Like. What I, what I said is is it, and they'll follow the like the schedule that we put together. That's the biggest thing. Okay, great. So when is your first revision time? It's this the second week of April or something. I don't know. And then the third week is going to be revision two. Okay, great. And they they have their own processes, but they still follow what we said, and they love it because I tell them this is how we're going to do it in this amount of time. If you if you do what you do on these days, you're going to get it on this day. If you take you take longer, it's going to push it. So let's not do that. And our mind the pay, please don't hurry up because you know. Tomorrow is late. So let's get that ASAP. Okay, great. Awesome. And that way, if they don't meet the deadline, you're still getting paid. I don't want to not get paid because we can't charge hours because they didn't meet the deadline. 
CYA. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that, yeah, no, that's a good point. Cause I, I could similar, definitely see that over time. It's like, Hey, we're still waiting on revision notes. We're ready to roll, you know? So and yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. To have they stuff together would be the fact that they got to pay regardless. You only sent me one video this week. You should have sent me two by Friday. We only got one. Guess what? Your bill is still five thousand this week. I bet you next week you mm-hmm. get time. So that that helps you out. Yeah, no, that's good. But let us know. Keep us up to date. I want to hear how that goes. Right, that's going to be a yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for it. It's it's like the first week of actually getting into it, and I'm like every editor has been like bro this file system though and i'm like i know i'm trying to work on it with them because maybe you their set solution up- to give me the videos it was they took a screenshot of the file path on on their like <laughs> and like i was like can you link it to me and they're it's it's using this program lucid link which is actually it's really good it's like google drive on steroids but it's it's not great for like linking me a file like they there's no like great solution for that, but um, I mean, and I love it. I wish I could afford it, but it's like eighty dollars a terabyte or something like that. Have you ever so, thought about charging them a rate to come in and set things up? Like, hey, our base rate to get started is fifteen thousand. Within that fifteen thousand, we're gonna come set up things on your end. So moving forward, it's easier. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it'll make it easier for you. I would consider something like that. Or hey, if you pay for six yeah, months up front, that, I think that's a de- we're willing to do this. That's a conversation I need to have because their organization is terrible and it could be better. Like I think just having a heart to heart. And the, the nice thing is I I've, I've worked I worked with members plus. Like I can say, listen, man, you guys are wasting money just by my team having to figure out your file structure. You know, like we could be more efficient for you if we just take care of this and it, it'll be it'll make more sense for you as well and your team so i definitely think that's a conversation that needs to happen too um and have that be like a setup fee uh yeah. i think that's that's a really smart move yeah if not a setup fee, like not only a setup fee but a contract hey for mm-hmm. six if you guys do six months we'll come in and set that up that way you or a year we'll come in and say you know i I say a setup fee we go month to month or we can sign a one-year contract and we'll include it. That way you would incentivize mm-hmm. them to sign a one-year contract. That's what I would do. Because that's an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's really good. Yeah. Well, with that, I want to hey, make sure you keep me up to date because I would love to hear how that moves forward. Um, and I think the, the listeners and people here want to hear how that pan out because, you know, you're going to... Everybody here... The, the problems that we run into, we're all going to face at some point. The difference is now you've seen this before, right? You're a batter at the plate. I've seen this pitch before. I know I know when he scratches his head and he looked down at the ground, a curveball is usually coming. I know how to swing at this curveball. And that's really all business is, especially once you niche down and you know you're only facing left-handed pitchers from the, from the Cubs. He only throws a few pitches. And you start to get better at your your batting uh, rate goes up. You, you know you start to hit more hit more balls, and you need to. It's hard to do that when you're everywhere. So, you know what's great about these conversations is we get to learn from each other. So when we see something, we're like, I've seen this before. What did he do? I remember he did X, Y, and Z. Let me apply that instead of you trying to figure it out, wasting time, money, 
um, and, you know, potentially losing a client uh, because you didn't handle it right. So these are really good conversations. I'm going to let uh, Magic Marcus with the late show, the late, late show. What's the guy who used to come on after uh, Johnny Carson or after like Jay Leno? What's his name? The late, late show. I'd be getting back on. It'd be like 2 a.m. They still be on here talking. I forgot the name of the guy. I don't know, Brian? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. Or like Craig Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one Craig of them. <laughs> I'm, let, I'm not British. Craig Ferguson version was way better. I'm going to let Marcus do the late, late show. And uh, we're going to chop it up and do it again same time next week. As of tomorrow, we're launching G+. Um, real quick, let me just tell you what G+, is. G+, is just access to all of everything for one price. Uh, that price, I don't, I don't think I made that price public. <clears throat> that price is $49.99 a month. You can stay where you at on the plan you got. It's cool. Ain't nothing going to change. You'll still get access to lectures, beta client connect. Um, everything you have access to now. The only difference with the $49 plan is it gives you access to the courses and future premium courses. That's it. So now you know, no one's after battle. Ain't no pressure. You can do what you want to do. It's up to you. Some of y'all locked in on the old gold. You can keep that. I'm cool with it. Um, the the incentive for, for paying for an annual plan is you'll get access to contracts. So if you don't have contracts, then you'll get access to contracts. That's about it. Oh, also G Plus includes, I know you guys seen all of the um, templates, all of the Lightroom presets. All of that's getting pushed into that too. So when we're going to add more Lightroom presets, LUTs, and templates every month, we're going, we're going to get the uh, the course calendar out soon. We're starting to do every month. We're going to focus on something different, like marketing March, um, advertising April. So we, we're going to roll out the theme and show everybody, like every month we're going to come out with courses based off what month we're in to help grow the business. And now instead of module one is stage one, module two is stage two, module three is stage three. The reason why that is, depending on where you are, in, like if I come out with a future course, I can put it at a certain stage depending on where you are in business. If I come out with a stage three course and you're just getting started and you're in stage one, it's probably not a good idea to jump to do some stage three stuff because you may, there may be things you need to lay out before you get there. So that's well, your new courses that are coming be like a la carte. Like you mentioned, uh, you got a headshot one coming the other day. That'll be available as a part of the G plus membership. Yep. So we're just going to keep pumping out courses. So if you know if somebody want to try to jump in and run through it in a month, cool. Two months later, it's gonna be more courses that you're gonna miss. So the goal is we're gonna just keep coming. And, and a lot of things, there's a lot of things that I've learned that um, is everyday things that I feel like I can take you guys alongside. Like like I'm wrapping up the headshot course. Um, talks about a lot. It talks about pre-production, how to plan it, the shoot day, post-production, and upsell. So things like that. Um, we're going, we're going to start pushing with all the courses. So, but that's just, you know, we're just going in a different direction. There will be no more one-time purchases for courses at all. Contracts, yes, but not courses. Um, so um, we're getting ready to push that out. And we're just, you know, just trying to grow, just trying to offer you guys more um, and just trying to grow this thing. I, I've learned that things like this, the accountability meetings, the breakout sessions are valuable. Like we, it's cool to have the information and learn it, but I don't want you guys to have to set up a one-on-one -on -one call to elaborate on things you don't understand. We should have places like this where we can meet and say, hey, hey, Ty, I'm stuck here and five other people stuck here. 
what are some ways you overcame it and things like that. So um, th those are definitely coming. But I want to give you guys a heads up as of tomorrow. Uh, if you got a course before now, you will always have access to that course. You will, you will always have the ability to go on the app, even if you're not a member, and have access to that course. You will always have the ability to stream it to your TV. You will always have it. I'm never taking that away. If you rock with me, I got you. Um, it's just for us to have the ability to to invest and keep growing. Subscription base is, is just the key. And plus it makes it, and let me be real with you. Let me say this because I think a lot of people don't understand. Um, there's a lot of people outside of America that love Flash Film Academy that can't afford it. If I could tell you how many people I have hit me up from Ghana, Nigeria, places in Africa I never heard of that say, oh, black man speaking business. We've never seen this before, but we can't afford $800 has really made me think like, okay, how can I make this bite-sized and affordable for a lot of people in a lot of different places who can't drop $800 or $2,000 on the course? How can I make it? Because their information is valuable and the more people we got, the more we grow. I mean, just look at the things we learn from different people here today. Uh, iron sharpens iron. Um, and I think that that, that is a valuable component um, and just as valuable as the courses or what I have to say about the industry. There are people in different places doing different things that can bring back valuable information that can help us all. So it hurts us if I'm the only person saying, do this, this is what you do, compared to what we have here, where we have people all over the world who are saying, hey, I tried this and this worked great. This is my niche and I did this and that worked great. Or this is my lesson. Let's all learn from this together. That is just as valuable as the courses. Um, so, so, and I want to, I want to make sure that the, the platform grows in that direction and not just a dictatorship, I guess you could say. Um, so that's what's next. Uh, Carl, I know you had your hand up. I'm getting ready to slide, but I want to hear what you got to say before I go. Hey, so if we are like gold members already and mm -hmm. like, say like we're a couple of days into the month and we transition to the new plan, will you prorate it? Yes. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yep. Send me if. If you are a gold member and you want to upgrade, send me, um, you should be able to go on the app and do it. But if not, um, support at flashfilmacademy.com. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.